Hello, everybody. Good evening. Good day. I hope you are doing wonderfully well. And welcome to this special World Cup episode of the Ask Abhijit Show. Uh, so, I have a screen over here, right here, on which the World Cup uh, match will be telecast live. I will watch it, and uh, and while the match is on, I'll I I may I may take some questions, maybe from the live chat. Yes, and afterwards, uh, I will also take questions that you've asked in the comments. Uh, but before we do any of that, and I think the uh, the match is still about 30 minutes away. So let me see who all is there with us. As always, I can see Vladimir Biden, <laughs> Ramesh Chandra Jain, Manmat Tiwari, Summer Afternoon, My Lord, Sheetal, Manohar, Hari Priya, Alpha, Shreshtha, Rahul Singh, Hideki Ryuga, Totan Chaudhary, Arnav, Himanshu, Kuldeep, Ronak, Manmat, Martian, Malhar, Gautam Varun, uh, Siddha, Siddhan Singh, Avnish, Arsh, Bhavesh, Librandu Detector, Shri Hari, Ar- Arkapan, Goshal, Samarth, Kasim Khan, Melvin, Yuvraj, Crazy Brain, Asmanor, Harbi on Wheels, Shubhayu, Sandeep, IP10, Bhumika, Jay Chitralia, Ishan, Sky, Suhani, Sachin, Goldilocks, Priyanshu, Discreet Ninja, Tigritude, Typical Gamer, Jongjina, Sheetal, Nikhil, Mrinal, Andrei, Suman, Prakhar, Hindutva, Feminist Slayer, Chetan, Illuminati, Creek, Joy Sharma, um, who else? Lots of people. Anuj, Vishnu, Joy, Dungar Singh Chauhan, Vladimir Putin, always good to see Mr. Putin, Rajat, Pamel, Ketan, Knocker B, Bhavna, Priyanka, King Kong Un, <laughs> Trupti, Tanishka, Pankaj, Rakshit, Monish, Piyush, and lots and lots of other people. Thank you all for being on this telecast with me, Tejas, Somnath, Harsh, Albert Davis, Fatty Just Ate, Siddhartha, <laughs> Sachin, Shura. So, uh, Subject 93 and lots of people. So, yeah. Thank you all for being on this uh, on this live broadcast telecast while a World Cup match is on. I really appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, it's still about 30 minutes to go. So let's take some questions. If you have questions, ask me and I'll also take some questions from, um, from the comments that you have asked. Uh, let's talk. Let's take a question about football. Nani. And Alejandro Hernandez. Prashasta. And Sumit, so talk about Indian football. Why did football fail in India and so on? Why did should a, should the All India Football Federation be blamed for football failure of India? Or should the people be blamed? Of course. I love football and I believe that I, if I had been born in another country, I would have been a footballer. And Sumit says, football is popular in regions like Kerala, West Bengal, etc. compared to other places. Is temperature the main reason that football is not overall popular? So, uh, Indian football. So, Indian football, I think football is very popular in India. Indian football, I mean, football has been popular in India for a very long time. I mean, India had qualified for the 1950 World Cup, yeah? And India had a history of doing well in the Olympics as well. In the 1952 Olympics, I'm not sure how well India did, but in the 56, the Indian football team reached the semi-finals of the Olympics, yeah? At some point in time, they even beat, I think they drew with France or beat France. So, India had a good football team in the past. 
we have had a good football tradition and uh, so why did football fail in india in india it's like if you can ask the same question about hockey yeah india used to be the hockey superpower yeah india has more olympic goals in hockey than any other nation and uh, but it all went downhill from the 1950s and 1960s onwards so that's all about the mismanagement of india by by the people in power yeah uh, no investment no no focus on sports for any sport to succeed you need to invest in that sport you have to create the infrastructure the coaching system the the support the support system yeah and people need to have a certain level of prosperity to be able to afford to play sports yeah in the case of hockey you need uh, certain equipment you need specialized grounds in the past it used to be just grass now it's astroturf yeah um, you also need equipment hockey sticks uh, the balls the the protective equipment that hockey players need to, need to wear all that and and as we know the hockey federation has kind of ruined the sport in india and similarly i would say that's some, something that also happened with football india had a very good football team i mean if you reach the olympic semi finals it means that you have a certain quality yeah um and the aiff refused to send the indian team to the 1950 world cup can you believe it india had qualified uh, i think they qualified by default or whatever but india had qualified for the 1950 world cup mm-hmm. and the indian football federation kept on dilly dallying and dragging its feet and waiting until the until it was too late and then they said and fifa i believe had uh, agreed to put up most of the expend, expenses for the indian football team the travel to to was it in brazil argentina somewhere there near the world cup so to travel there the uh, fifa was willing to you know pay most of the of the money you know give the money to to aiff and yet the indian football federation refused for whatever reason to send the team for the world cup they they i think one of the reasons they gave is that we want to focus on the olympics or the olympics are more important and more prestigious what nonsense <laughs> so yeah so india lost a golden chance to participate in the world cup we had a good team at the time yeah we had a good team so why did football fame fail it's because of mismanagement it's because of of i mean the way the federation has kind of neglected the sport very similar to what happened happened with hockey uh, hockey obviously is not a global sport so india still does well but yeah india could be number 1 in the world in hockey if you just invest um football of course you will see kids playing football all, all over the country you don't need i mean cricket obviously is more popular in india than football it's because it's all over the media it's all, it's because it's become it's it's been made it's been elevated to the most uh, to the highest profile in all the sports in india if you were to provide the same kind of coverage let's say kabaddi then kabaddi in a, in a decade will become the most popular sport in india it's all about the exposure on on media and the coverage on media and 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 for a sport like kabaddi or football you don't need much equipment for football you just need a ball that's all you need you can wear your regular sneakers or whatever you know at the lower at, at the amateur level you don't need to wear the, the specialized football boots and even those are not that expensive so compared to f- cricket in which you need cricket bats you need gloves you need various other protective equipment you need balls which are quite expensive you need stumps you need a specialized ground and all that compared to that football is so much i mean you don't need much money to play football so football should actually be a, a more popular sport in india from that perspective and yet because because the media only focuses on cricket that's why everybody wants to play cricket because they, they feel it's more glamorous and there's more and obviously if you become a successful cricketer there is more money in that 
as a we do have a football league in india the isl or whatever and there are some other competitions tournaments that happen but you don't earn much money from that even as a professional footballer you don't make much money in india and uh, indian footballers for whatever reason i have not been able to break out of the country and and play in foreign leagues because because there is not much exposure of the indian leagues to to other countries and all that so i think it's all about mismanagement uh is it about uh, temperature or anything no uh, actually for it's it's uh, nicer to play any sport when the temperatures are lower so uh, from that perspective i think football should be more popular in northern india where the temperatures are lo- are on average lower than places in southern india and yet you will find that uh, football is popular in in kerala obviously in southern india and uh, in the northeast of india the far east of india manipur especially is a powerhouse in football manipur is a footballing super, super power in within india yeah um and uh, even west bengal has a very old long tradition very glorious tradition of football uh, they have this teams called mohan bagan and uh, and uh, mohammedan sporting east bengal yeah all these teams they, they have a very good tradition um and i think football i'm sure it's popular everywhere else also but we don't get any any we, get, we don't get to see it um so what needs to happen is we need more investment in football yeah there is this isl you know which is kind of like the the, the indian super league they call it for football i think a proper professional league should be 8 9 months long it should not be a one month tournament or two month tournament like the ipl is played if you want i mean it makes a lot of money the ipl makes a lot of money but it's not in my opinion a very serious sporting league a proper league which truly develops the sport from the grassroots upwards a proper league should be the season should last 8 or 9 months and there should be a 3 or 4 month off pe- or, you know recovery period that's how it goes if you look at any other uh, nation if you look at the serie a in in italy if you look at how the brazilians have their league if you look at the psl the the uh, the premier football league the premier league in in england they have i mean it's i think the the season lasts 8 or 9 months it's a extended drawn out thing so that's how you do it that's how it's supposed to be done and you need to have various uh, tiers uh, you know the, the top tier and then relegation to a lower tier there should be two three tiers and all that so it should be a very properly structured thing and obviously the indian football federation has not bothered to do any of that yeah so football languishes and that's the reason why football hasn't become a big thing in india i think if you start if you if the aiff get get their act together they structure a league properly yeah and the right amount of money is thrown in you don't need money from the government bring in private private investors yeah you do it properly you package it properly you bring in uh, there's a lot of money in india yeah so you do it properly within 10 years india can become a, pop, a genuine super uh, genuine football power at least at the asian level you, you have to start with asia and then go, go to the world level so i don't think there's any dearth of talent or anything there's this myth that makes that is prevalent in the minds of indian people that indians are not athletic indians aren't strong what absolute nonsense how did india do so well in hockey in football in the past yeah even in cricket the, we used to be told that indians can't bowl fast indians should bowl spin but our the same the people of the same dna the pakistanis they can bowl fast then they used to tell us that no it's because they eat meat and indians don't eat meat i'm sorry indians also there are lots of indians who eat meat and today if you look at i mean yeah fast bowling right i mean look at the fast bowling attack of india and pakistan today i think uh, in 2020 india had the most dangerous and scariest fast bowling attack in the world even even 
scarier than the Australians. I mean, we beat Australia twice on their home soil using our fast bowlers. So, you know, all these, these are all myths that have been constructed to make Indians feel inferior. That's not the case. Look at our weightlifters, look at our wrestlers. Now we are becoming at least a, a reasonably good power in the Olympics uh, when it comes to wrestling and weightlifting. Even, even our girls are doing so very well, yeah. And so, so it's all about money. It's all about investment. There is, I mean, if you look at India, people of India physically, we are we are taller and stronger than most people in Asia. I mean, compared to the Chinese, the Koreans, the Japanese, Indians are taller and stronger. Look at the the videos that come out from the LAC, and see on average, you, you have a bunch of Chinese soldiers and a bunch of Indian soldiers. Look, just take a look. Who looks stronger, taller, fitter? So. Please disabuse yourselves of the, these these limiting beliefs that Indians are, you know, not strong, not athletic. Indians can do anything. Yeah. So um, that's the deal, you know. Uh, it's not the people of India who should be blamed. What are the people to do? What are the people to do? People want to play football and people play football. Kids play football everywhere. Especially when a big tournament is on, you'll see kids playing football all over the place in every street corner. So the people want to play football and there'll be a lot of talent if only it is, you know, if, there is, if it is nurtured and invested in, you'll find a lot of talent. There's talent all over the country. I think there's enough talent in the country to have 10 world-class football teams, not just one. Yeah, A small, tiny state like Manipur produces incredibly good footballers. And they have they have had this sporting culture, you know, this culture of you know, sports. So that sort of thing should be inculcated elsewhere also. And with so little investment in, in, in the far east of India and in the northeast, there's even less investment than in other parts of India. And yet Manipur does well. Manipur produces so many footballers who play for various uh, clubs and leagues all over India. So there is talent. There's talent everywhere. So it's not the people who of India who are to be blamed. It's the, it's the system that's to be blamed. So yeah, that's uh, that's the answer to this question. Football, yeah, thus far it has failed. But I think if the proper system is set up and the proper kind of infrastructure is created, investment is done, then within a decade India could be a power, a footballing power. It's just waiting to happen. Okay, SR whatever. Who is your favorite footballer of all time? Well, I don't have one favorite footballer. I, I've liked many footballers, admired many footballers. So I have not seen people like Pele, etc. play. So I don't know much about that. I've seen some footage of Pele playing. Obviously, he was a great footballer. He's considered to be one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. But I have never seen him play. So I don't know. So, so from the... I'll talk about the ones I have seen playing and one of the first footballers that captured my imagination was Diego Maradona yeah tremendously gifted uh, footballer incredible incredible genius level talent in football he could do things nobody else could do he could even get away with scoring a goal with his hand <laughs> which he did in, did in 1986 against, against the hapless Englishman well deserved well played sir he obviously passed away uh, some, some some time ago but yeah so one of the first footballers who who I liked a lot was Diego Armando Maradona. Who else did I like? Uh, from the 1990s, the first World Cup I kind of watched was the, it was Italia Novanta, it, the World Cup in Italy in 1990. So from that time, I liked Diego Maradona. I liked Claudio Carigia. 
who was also in the Argentina team. Canigia was a very was a, was a guy with a lot of speed. You can think of him as as an Argentinian Mbappe. Mbappe is known for his incredible bursts of acceleration, right? Nobody can catch up with him. He runs that fast. So Claudio Canigia was like that. So I liked Canigia. I liked obviously Maradona. Uh, from that time, I liked uh, Marco van Basten, Ruud Rulit, and uh, Frank Rijkaard, the, the three Dutchmen who played for AC Milan. Um, who else did I like? So from that, yeah. Uh, and obviously, I liked uh, Eric Cantona. Wonderful player, French player, who played mostly for Manchester United. Wonderful player. He was he, He's of Indian origin, by the way. Romani, French Romani. Uh, Cantona. Very mercurial, mercurial, gifted player. Very interesting person. He's now an actor. He's an actor now. Very interesting guy. Uh, you can, I think there's a couple of, one or two series in which he has acted, which is on Netflix. So yeah, Cantona was great. I really ad admired uh, the way he played. Uh, who else? I, uh, of mo among more recent players, I obviously admire Messi. And uh, who else? I also admire the way Cristiano Ronaldo plays. I don't like him as a person. He's very selfish, self-centered, egoistic. Not a good... I don't like him as a person. I may be wrong. It's my opinion. But yeah, as a player, you got to admire his work ethic and his style of play. And his record of, of playing at the highest level for so many years. You got to admire that. So Cristiano Ronaldo, yes. Messi, obviously... He is the likely successor to, successor to Diego Maradona. Once Messi retires, we'll be able to look at him, you know, from from a more holistic perspective. But yes, uh, he is Argentina's successor to Diego Maradona. He is also somebody who has played, performed for so many years. And uh, maybe that's why I am kind of inclined to support Argentina because this may be Messi's, this is most likely Messi's last World Cup. It would be nice to see him retire with the World Cup, yeah. So, yeah, and, and who else? Uh, Zidane. I liked Zidane. Zidane was a great, great player. He turned, he, he carried France in the 1998 World Cup. Indians, for some reason, support Brazil a lot. Yeah. I remember in the, I watched the 1998 World Cup final live. I was in a hostel, hostel room, hostel auditorium with a whole bunch of students. And it was me and a boy from Iran. The two of us were supporting France. Everybody else was supporting Brazil. And by world, by by halftime, everybody was quiet <laughs> because Zidane had scored two headers. It was two zero by halftime. France won three zero, I think, at the end of the day. So that was a good World Cup. So I liked Zidane. I liked uh, what was his name? Uh, Ruud van Nistelrooy. So that guy played for Manchester United. Very good player. I also liked uh, Thierry Henry of France, who played for Arsenal. So I have had. Uh, I don't have one single footballer who I who I hold above everybody else. If you want to, if you want me to give just one name, it may be perhaps Diego Maradona, but he did not perform at the highest level for a very long period of time. At least, in in a way, I saw it. He obviously played for uh, Napoli, I believe, in Italy. And uh, they, they loved him very much there. They loved him so much that when Argentina played Italy in the 1990 World Cup, I think it was in Napoli, was it? And the people of the city came out and supported Argentina just because of one guy, Maradona. And I think Italy ended up losing that match. If I'm not mistaken, it was in Napoli. Naples. Napoli, most likely. Yeah. 
so yeah it's that's interesting isn't it so uh, maybe if you want to ask me just one person maybe it would be diego armando maradona but i have admired lots of footballers i've been i'm i'm a big sports aficionado i've never played football except at school level you know as a kid that is just that's not serious so yeah uh, i i i don't usually don't speak about sports but i i've been a big uh, sports fanatic not fanatic but sports buff yeah i i really enjoy sport i followed sport i watched the olympics track and field i even played cricket at, at a certain level because in india there's no other option i even, even if you want to play football nobody wants to play football mm-hmm. so you you can if you can't beat them you got to join them so then i played cricket and uh, i used to be a bowler of various kinds so yeah um so yeah that's about my favorite footballer of all time now let's take some questions from the live chat i'm sure people are saying lots of things neapolitan pizza i'm sure neapolitan pizza is wonderful yes uh, let's remove this yes mm. who will win prediction well i obviously my team isn't playing india isn't playing so from that perspective i'm a little bit uh, neutral i i have in the past supported france in the 1998 world cup i supported france um so yeah when your team isn't involved you tend to support some other team for whatever reason now if you uh, so in in the 1990 world cup final i supported argentina because i wanted maradona to win one more world cup and obviously uh, that did not go as i wanted it to go uh, because germany won that world cup final 1-0 it was it was a penalty you know a questionable penalty that was given to germany after 80 minutes uh i think it was uh, andreas brahme who was fouled apparently and the penalty was taken by rudy voller if, if i'm not mistaken and uh, lothar matthaus was the captain of germany so who will win i i would like to see argentina win just for messi because i like the guy i also like france they got good players and if france wins then they will be one of the f- only the third team if i'm not mistaken to retain the world cup title uh I think it was in the 1930s almost a century ago that Italy won two consecutive titles world cup titles and then I believe Brazil also in the 60s and 70s won two consecutive world cup titles and it's not have happened ever since so if France win today then they'll be the third team to to successfully defend their world cup title and if they lose then Argentina becomes the a three time winner Argentina have won two world cups before 78 and 86 86 was all on the back of diego maradona so yeah uruguay has uruguay defended their championship i think uruguay has won two if i'm not mistaken long time ago uh, they aren't uh, a major force today uh, right so that's how it is argentina will win let's see sunil chetri takes ronaldo sunil chetri is a wonderful player Uh, he even played for a bit i think in north america in the us and i think he performed quite well i've seen some footage of of sunil chetri playing in some match in north america in the us and he and he played very competently very well uh, he clearly was at the world class level but unfortunately because of the system he could never break out of india and uh, yeah sunil chetri wonderful player baichung butia wonderful player so we've had really good players in india and uh, there are many other good players uh my favorite sport my favorite sport uh i i played cricket it's not 
quite my favorite sport i i i don't have one single favorite sport i like i like uh, contact sports i like to watch boxing i like to watch mma i like wrestling wrestling is fun yeah weightlifting is fun and uh, yeah even tennis i used to watch in the past nowadays i don't watch tennis anymore it's become really uh, i don't even know who are the top players these days in the past you had good players uh, we still have uh, nadal and joker uh, right jokovic federer retired but apart from these people i don't know who who else is there so yeah usable boxing yeah boxing is a good sport mma nowadays is more exciting it's a more 360 degree contact sport you know boxing has very it's only about the fists you can't use any other part of the body in mma you can use essentially any part of the body and use any technique you want including wrestling techni- techniques and punching techniques and kicking techniques and grappling and jiu jitsu and what not mma is fun i i enjoy watching the i enjoy watching mma mixed martial arts who's my f- most favorite cricketer of all time <laughs> well um i used to be a bowler uh who would be my f- i once again i would not have one single favorite cricketer i think the most uh, the scariest bowler i've seen was jeff thompson you all may not even have heard of it go to youtube and search for jeff thompson's bowling footage my god he was frightening he consistently bowled above 160 kilometers per hour you know he consistently bowled above 100 miles per hour shoaib akhtar and brett brettley and all they 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 were nothing compared to him so yeah thompson jeff thompson was a frightful bowler frightfully scary bowler and obviously uh, if you talk about fast bowling curtly ambrose he was never the fastest bowler but good god he was brilliant he was like a machine bowling machine uh, so yeah curtly ambrose uh, shane warne yeah for sure shane warne uh, anil kumble was very frustrating especially in one day matches every over he'll bowl one bad ball Uh, but yeah he he's one of the greats uh, among batsmen viv richards i'm sure most of you have not seen him but he was great viv richards, viv richards was great um among indian players maybe lakshman vvs lakshman um i liked trinath even though he was very unfortunate a lot of time but he was once the in the 1999 world cup trinath was the fastest bowler in the world without a doubt really fast even faster than shoaib akhtar in 99 in that world cup in that one world cup um among today's cricketers who do i like I, in the indian team i like i like mumra but i don't know where he is right now i like jareja really hard working guy with limited talent he's become one of the best all rounders in the world he's going to be remembered as one of the best of all time rahul dravid obviously am i missing somebody i'm sure people will not be happy with some omissions <laughs> that's our yes dhoni for sure ms dhoni for sure great player um king of swing you know jimmy anderson i really like his bowling action he it's it's a pleasure to watch him bowl very nice bowling action as a person i don't like him very much he's kind of a prick <laughs> but yeah kohli yes yes he's not no longer that good but there was a time when he was really really good kohli yes uh any memories from 83 i did not i don't have any memory of 83 i did not watch the world cup or or anything So yeah I don't have any memories of 83 Kapil Dev was great Kapil Dev was great for sure he was one of the great bowlers uh, great all-rounders uh he could have been a much he could have achieved much more as a batsman but that's okay that's how it goes Kapil Dev was great 
there was this guy called prabhakar he did not really perform if you look at his record it's kind of average but he was a very interesting bowler you know and so on i'm sure i've missed out a lot of people but uh, yeah so i i had lots of uh, players i liked watching bumrah is injured yes bumrah is injured any south african player i liked funny the villiers i'm sure nobody remembers funny the villiers he was a bowler uh, i first saw him in 93 or so the first time i saw him he was bowling he had a black eye <laughs> for some reason he had a black eye funny the villiers very very interesting character and a, and a good bowler so i liked funny the villiers i do not like donald as a person alan donald but a, it was a joy to watch when he was not bowling against india indians were very bad at playing fast bowling in those days mm-hmm. you bowl fast indians will get out that's how it was there was this match in durban i believe when india in india mm-hmm. india was all out for 66 in a, in i think half the runs were scored by rahul dravid and it was not some extreme fast bowling bowling or anything it was just poor batting so yeah south african players i would say funny the villiers i like Uh, what was his name brian macmillan all rounder he was good donald was good um mm. uh, abd villiers obviously was good uh sean pollock was good for a while all rounder these days i like that guy marco jansen the left arm bowler uh yeah he's good these days uh gibbs was good gibbs horshel gibbs uh yeah they had good players what about mbappe will he be the next messi we will see we will see if he will be the next messi he is clearly extremely talented he has the speed the acceleration like like nobody else has you know very talented he is still very young i can see the players are about to kick off now the the world cup final is about to start griezmann has the ball i think france has won the toss and they're going to start off it's about to start yeah <clears throat> Want a podcast with Pravin Mohan? I'll try and reach out to him. Let's see. Mah, uh, where is this question? I saw a question which disappeared. Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson? Well, I haven't really seen Muhammad Ali play a uh, uh, box. I've seen some old footage. He clearly was one of, obviously, one of the greats, one of the very greats. I, I think many people consider him to be the, be the greatest boxer of all time. but i have seen mike tyson box and my god there was nobody scarier than mike tyson he was just about 6 6 feet tall 61 he was one of the smallest heavyweights of all time my god mike tyson was ferocious scary scary knockout power he would knock you out within seconds you know that's how how he was eventually age catches up with you and then he lost his title and all that then he had some problems with the law and and all that but yes uh, among the boxers i have seen i i rate mike tyson the highest and the the era in which muhammad ali played it it was not that physical compared to how it was during mike tyson's time you know it was uh, so if you see muhammad ali's physique it's nowhere as impressive as that of mike tyson so the physique physique also used to be different in those days but yeah muhammad ali had some great great uh, fights his record is incredible yes he fought some really enormous and scary guys and he defeated them through strategy through through tactics that's not easy to do when you're getting punched there's a saying right i think mike tyson said this that you can come with the best plans in the world but the moment you've punched in the face all the plans go out of the window so it's really impressive that somebody can stick to a strategy and ta- tactics and plan a plan b etc 
in the midst of a boxing match, a boxing fight, 15 rounds or whatever. So yeah, uh, so very impressive, Muhammad Ali. But I, from my perspective, from what I've seen, Mike Tyson, I think nobody can match him. These days you have uh, Tyson Fury. He's a very interesting character. I mean, he doesn't look like a boxer. He looks like, I mean, he's overweight. He's, he's a fat guy like he himself says. And yet, he's the champion. He's the world champion right now. The he world heavyweight champion. Uh, Tyson Fury. Very interesting character. So now the World Cup match has started. Final match. It's two minutes in. Argentina has the ball. Argentina is wearing their traditional yellow, uh, sorry, blue, light blue and white shirt. And... Uh, Yes, they are attacking. Argentina is attacking right now. Messi has the ball. And it's in the box. Oh, good save. Good save. So, what's the guy's name? I think uh, their new striker, he tried a shot on the goal. It was on target, but the but the goalkeeper, the French goalkeeper, Lori, Hugo Lori, uh, saved it. So, yeah, interesting start to the match. Interesting start. Adam Gilchrist, yeah, yeah, he was, he was exciting. He was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Alan Gilchrist. Uh, some of his uh, innings are very interesting, very hard-hitting batsmen, very exciting batsmen. Scored very fast. Some of his Ashes innings are very interesting, fun to watch, especially against England. Yeah, yeah. I kind of liked him. Yeah. Do I like Conor McGregor? I think he's very interesting. He's very exciting. It's always fun to watch him. He he. There is not a single boring moment when Conor McGregor is either either talking or fighting. Yeah, these days he has lost a few matches. His his record of late has been a little patchy. He lost to Khabib Khabib Nurmagomedov, the the Dagestani Russian uh, fighter. So that kind of uh, and then he lost to what's his name, the American guy also recently. I think he suffered a leg fracture in the middle of the fight, Conor McGregor. And now he is back to training. He has put on a lot of muscle mass. So he has gone up, uh, I think, at least one weight category. So yeah, I, I think, and and he has this this walk, right, which he copied from Mr. McMahon of of the WWE. So yeah, he's a very interesting character. There's never a boring moment when Conor McGregor is is on the screen, either talking or 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 fighting. And I think he's also interesting. He's he's got an entertaining uh, social media presence also. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I kind of like him. Khabib is the best. I think Khabib is one of the greatest of all time uh, in MMA. My personal favorite used to be uh, Fedor. Fedor Emelianenko. He is from a generation before, but yeah, one of the greatest fighters I have seen. Fedor, he was a heavyweight. <clears throat> uh, he was also one of the smaller heavyweights, but good God, he could destroy fighters. So my favorite personally was Fedor Emelianenko. But Khabib obviously is one of the best. He has he never he never even bled. <laughs> uh, another Argentinian shot on, on target, saved by the goalkeeper. It was an easy save. Khabib, the thing about him is that in MMA, when you fight, most fighters bleed. I have not seen a single fighter who has never bled, but Khabib, I have never ever seen him even shed a drop of blood from his nose or anywhere else. I've never seen him bleed. And uh, yeah, I think most of his fights, I think he won all his fights. I, I'm sure he's, he played more than 30. He fought in more than 30 fights, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure what the record is. More than 30 fights, most likely in MMA, in UFC. He won every single fight. And he retired after, after, uh, after defeating, I think, Justin Gaethje, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so Khabib clearly is one of the best of all time. Um... 
Roger Federer, uh, really, really pleasing to watch. The the grace, the elegance with which he played, incredible. But also, you could see the hard work that he has to put in. You know, it's, it's not enough to have talent. You need to have hard. You need to be able to work hard. Nadal isn't the most elegant player. The you know the most pleasing player. But you you know he puts in the hard work. Djokovic also. But Federer was the most pleasing to the eye. Most elegant tennis player I think I've ever seen. So yeah, I I really used to admire Roger Federer and. Uh, yeah, now he obviously has retired. High time. Because he was not winning <laughs> of late. Uh, do I watch chess matches? No. I don't have the patience. I used to play chess as a kid. Then I gave it up. because I may have been good perhaps. But I gave it up because it takes too much time. And watching chess is like watching grass grow. It's like watching grass growing, you know. Some chess, if, if you watch speed chess, it may be, may be interesting. But I've never really watched a chess match. So yeah, I don't watch chess matches. 30-0. Are you predicting the score? 30-0 would be a <laughs> would be exceptional. Uh have I played Kabaddi? I think I played Kabaddi a few times when I was a kid. I would have been good because I'm I'm rather large and I'm rather strong. I've always been physically strong. And uh, yeah. In terms of strength, I always had this advantage over most kids in terms of height, in terms of, of the physical strength. I was always a strong kid, you know. And my grip is rather good. So in, in Kabaddi, you need a good grip. You want to... Uh, yeah. So I remember when I played Kabaddi a few times, once I caught somebody, the guy could not escape. So yeah, a few times I played Kabaddi. Um, have you ever built muscle, not just fitness, but pro proactively? Yeah, yeah. I, I had a good physique bef before the pandemic. Then two years, uh, until recently, I haven't even gone back to gym, almost two and a half years. Yeah. So I've kind of lost that muscle mass. And I did a few bouts of fasting, extended fasting. I did a 21-day water fast, a 23-day water fast. And about a year ago, I did a 14-day water fast. You do that, you're going to lose muscle. So right now, I'm... I've kind of lost some of that muscle mass. But yes, I, I really enjoy lifting weights. It's really, I mean, it's one of the pleasurable things in life, going to gym and lifting heavy weights, you know. So I really enjoy that. So uh, if you if you see my, on this channel, I have this video in which I give uh, an introduction to the RN Invasion Theory. It's at a book launch, uh, a book, book launch, a dual, a double book launch by Shrikant Talagiri and Dr. Um, um, General G.S. Bakshi. So if you see my physique there, it's it's like rather large compared to what it is right now. So I, I need to get back to gym and start lifting weights regularly again. I think in three, four months, I can most likely regain that large physique. That That is, that is something that's kind of natural to me. So yes, I have enjoyed building muscle. It's good fun. So yeah, I've done that in the past. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's the greatest athlete of all time for me? Maybe Usain Bolt. Maybe Usain Bolt. Good God, that guy was spectacular. Yeah. Uh, how many Olympics did he win? I wonder. Usain Bolt. Uh, he he. The Beijing Olympics. When was that? Two thousand eight. Then you had the the. So I think. Three, four Olympics, he was the champion. So I, th I, I would say perhaps Usain Bolt is is the uh, possibly for me 
the greatest athlete of all time can you can you think of somebody else? michael phelps interesting yeah michael phelps is another great champion uh who also and and then there was thorpe yeah yeah but i think michael phelps as a swimmer was better than thorpe thorpe was australian phelps was american maybe michael phelps yes geo cinema is buffering good god what is wrong with this this is the problem is anybody else i am using geo cinema and it's buffering now it's dead that's not a good thing in the middle of the world cup uh alexander kellerin no i have not heard of this name sounds like a russian name but yeah not sure so using bolt uh, one three times yes okay what's my favorite fifa world cup 2010 2006 98 2014 2018 i did not i think 2006 i watched the final <laughs> it was italy versus france wasn't it and it was the the infamous headbutt headbutt by zinedine zidane on marco materazzi marco materazzi ended up scoring one goal and then he riled up zinedine zidane by saying certain things and zidane lost his cool and he headbutted him <laughs> so yeah but that was not that fun of a world cup i think my favorite world cup that i watched was 98 most likely most likely 2018 was in russia uh, france won that was an interesting world cup lots of goals yeah that was also good 2014 was in uh, brazil wasn't it and uh, who won the 2014 world cup i think i remember G- ah germany won the world cup they defeated brazil 7-1 in i think a semi final that was a fun match to watch about five goals in about 10 minutes ridiculous incredible so there have been many good world cups 20 uh, 2014 was interesting 2018 lots of goals yes france played really really well uh, 98 was good uh, i enjoyed that as well so yeah i don't have one favorite world cup i enjoyed several world cups goalkeeper is injured uh, he seems to be doing okay good god the argentines are really playing well in the box in the f- in the french box good greatest female athlete now that's a good question greatest female athlete um greatest female athlete uh if you talk about i would say florence griffith joiner but she is known to have taken performance enhancing substances most likely and she died of a, at a very young age which kind of happens when you take certain substances so maybe not her who else do we know of as a great female athlete uh merlin otti was good but she never won in the olympics um maybe steffi graf maybe maybe serena williams some of them come to mind uh, but yeah good question greatest female athlete i'm i'm not able to think of anybody from track and field or or any such thing so maybe one of these ladies maybe steffi graf perhaps or serena williams in tennis perhaps perhaps good question interesting question makes me think uh pt usha mare sharapova sabati j are you talking about gabriela sabatini pt usha was one of india's greatest athletes uh 
especially female athletes. I'm sure we have many more who will come up in the future. Maria Sharapova was, yeah, she won a few Grand Slams, but I would not call her the greatest of all. In tennis, I, I'm not. I would not call Maria Sharapova to be the great, to be the greatest tennis player I've seen, for sure. Um, uh, Georges Saint Pierre, yeah, he was he was a great fighter. I've never seen any of his matches live or anything, but yeah, he is considered to be one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. Yeah, among the greatest. So yeah, I think he's clearly one of the greatest of all. Not, I would not call him the greatest of all, but one of the greatest. Georges Saint Pierre. Um, my views of on Andrew Tate. Well, I haven't really seen any of his videos as such. I am aware of his existence now because people ask me about him. Uh, but um, I, I I know that he's got very controversial opinions and all, but I, I haven't really seen his videos. I don't watch podcasts because it takes too much time, just like watching a chess match. I'm sure there's a lot to learn from podcasts, but I really am so busy these days, so... So I don't know. So I don't really know much about Andrew Tate to give an answer. Maybe if I find the time, I'll watch maybe a couple of his podcasts and then form a more informed opinion, you know? Yeah. Maricom, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, good, good, good point. She, I think she's a five-time world champion in boxing. That's an incredible achievement. So yes, clearly, I would say her achievements are greater than that of P.T. Usha or most athletes in the world. I mean, winning a world championship, I think five times. Even if it's four times, it's it's incredible. So yes, one of the greats, one of the all-time greats worldwide, I would say, Maricom. Uh, Nadia Comaneci, yes, the Romanian athlete, um, gymnast who who is now an American citizen. She's the first gymnast in Olympic history to score a perfect 10. It was in the 70s, I think. Yeah, so Nadia Comaneci is considered to be one of the legends in, in gymnastics. Romanian athlete, um, gymnast, one of the greats. <clears throat> Best puller of the ball, Rohit Sharma or Ponting? Ponting. Ponting. Ponting was a natural puller of the ball. It was an instinctive shot for him. Even for Rohit Sharma it is, but I would consider Ponting to be a better puller of the ball. Puller and hooker of the ball. Margaret Court, 64 Grand Slams. Did she win 64? That's in that's a superhuman achievement. I think Margaret Court is the, if not the number one, I, most likely the, the person with the highest number of Grand Slam wins. Argentina is doing really well. Boom. Ah, it went over the goalkeepers. Yeah, they're, they're doing well, Argentina. Uh, Margaret Court may be one of the greatest, but I've never seen her play, so don't really know much about her. Who's my favorite cricketer in India right now? I really like Chiteshwar Pujara. <laughs> Old-fashioned cricketer, but I really like him. I also like Jadeja. Um, Ashwin, I really admire Ashwin. I think Ashwin has been uh, kind of treated very unfairly. He was dropped. He has been dropped for so many matches he could have played, especially test matches. If you look at Ashwin's record, it is better than the record of Imran Khan, better than, than the record of Vakar Yunus, better than the record of Wasim Akram. And he's an all-rounder. He's called, I think, five test centuries. Ashwin is a is one of the all-time greats. And he, he must have been he must have been made to miss at least 20 test matches just because he was he was benched. Uh so I would say. Ashwin. Oh, you are saying about you are asking about female cricketer. And female cricketer, I um 
female i i don't really watch that much female cricket there's this new girl who is a bowler what's her what's her name um radhika something she's a good she she's a good bowler thakur radhika thakur i think that's that's the name then the current captain what's her name harleen kaur then there is the smriti mandana the left left handed batter we we have good talent uh i i forget the names i don't watch cricket, female cricket much maybe i may have watched it briefly but there is impressive talent among among our female players as well uh, that's a good question yeah so yeah, i would say that 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 new girl who bowls you know the, the bowler she she's a very good player renuka thakur renuka thakur that's right julan goswami one of the all time greats fast bowler i mean you know one of the fastest female bowlers we've ever seen yes and uh, harmanpreet kaur the captain she's a very very good batter renuka thakur yes that's right favorite badminton player uh obviously i will support pv sindhu right uh, i think uh, she could not play the 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 latest world championship because of injury but she was the previous world champion and uh, she's performed well in the olympics too i think we're going to have better players in the future badminton players india is already becoming a major force in badminton oopsie daisy Ah, Giroud. Yeah. So the French are now attacking in the Argentinian uh, the, in the box, and one header just went over the goal. Good, good, interesting match. So yeah, Julian Goswami, favorite badminton player. I would support PV Sindhu. Saina Nehwal was good. Saina versus China. It used to be, you know, the only player who could who could challenge the Chinese. Um. apart from that i've not really watched badminton much i remember i once watched P- pulella gopichand win the all india all all england championship or something against a chinese guy i think his name was chen hong or something <clears throat> uh mithali raj i think uh, i've i've heard of her she was she was, she was really good I, if i'm not mistaken um, she must have retired by now yeah um what else axelson lakshasen lee chong lee chong wei was a really good player i think he still plays if if he is not mistake if he is not retired lindan lindan good good player uh, pv sindhu yeah yeah these are all good players uh yes i know of amelia your heart uh, she was an aviator a female aviator who who disappeared and they have been trying to find the wreckage of her plane or, or trying to find out what happened to her and it's still a mystery yeah so yes i've heard of of the story uh bryant or lebron or curry steph curry lebron james james bryant kobe bryant i don't really watch uh basketball much i'm i'm aware of these people michael jordan was one of the greats do we have a penalty no we don't have a penalty <laughs> so yeah i i don't really watch basketball that much so i don't really know among these who would be the best i think uh, michael jordan was most likely one of the greatest of all time if not the greatest of all time but i haven't really followed basketball that much so so can't say uh right <clears throat> oh lee chong wei undergone cancer treatment that's the unfortunate i hope he is fine i hope he is doing better 
do i watch pro wrestling i i as a kid i used to watch wwe it used to be called the wwf in the past a long time ago i don't watch it anymore it's we know it's all scripted it's more entertainment than wrestling so i haven't watched wrestling in about 20 years you know the wwe well, oh yeah we have a penalty we have a penalty messi is about to take a penalty good god what happened all right let's see what happens messi big 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 pressure on his head the hopes of an entire nation are on his shoulders come messi messi usually takes a very soft you know very very gentle penalty usually let's see how he goes in this time against hugo loris here we go senior messi you going to do it and he scores argentina are 1-0 up all right it is advantage argentina in this world cup final messi has scored from the penalty spot awesome and they're now they're all now trying to kill him by jumping on top of him i hope he survives the huddle <laughs> all right awesome argentina are 1-0 up but it's it's still 22 minutes in so it's it's early days in this match in this match france are very capable of bouncing back from this but you know it it takes a lot of mental strength to take a penalty it was a soft penalty as always a very gentle kick i mean relatively gentle kick but yeah he did it he has done his duty He's given the first goal for argentina good now let's see how france respond to this this is going to be interesting favorite javelin thrower neeraj chopra there used to be this german guy i forget his name he i think he coached neeraj chopra who is the all time world record holder 110 meters or so uh in the in the past javelins used to be lighter i think now they are heavier so when the old standards were in play that's when he threw it about 110 meters or so that's the that i think that record will never be broken but uh, in today's world obviously my favorite javelin thrower will be neeraj chopra our guy yes <clears throat> Take my question why do they let rishab pant play in most of the matches when there are several better players i think rishab pant um is one of the uh see from a batting perspective there are very few like him he reminds me of adam gilchrist especially in test matches i mean a guy who is so attacking you would expect him to play well in 2020s and one day matches but he performs at the test level which is kind of paradoxical you know even virender sehwag people expected he would play really well in, in in limited overs cricket but he was a great test match player so yeah sometimes it's paradoxical i would say that rishabh pant is one of the best batsmen in the world right now very attacking batsman he can change the complexion of a match uh in in one session in test matches yeah and maybe that's the reason why he is being favored as an as a wicket keeper he isn't isn't the best i'm sure there are better wicket keepers in india compared to rishabh pant but are those wicket keepers capable of batting like rishabh pant i don't i'm not sure people talk about sanju samson i i have not seen much of him and rishabh pant is a young guy i think one typically wants to invest in one player especially at the test match level like the australians once they found gilchrist they did not consider any other player any other wicket keeper yes uh, when when they had healy they, they stuck to healy similarly for india dhoni dhoni obviously was one of the, one of the greatest wicket keepers too but a great batsman as well so i think you got to pick one player stick to that person give that person the chance and i think rishabh pant is a world class player especially in test matches so maybe that is the is the logic 
that that's the 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 reasoning behind picking him you keep on picking lots of players especially the test match level there is no continuity and there is a, a kind of instability you want to have a more or less settled team at least some key players should be should have some longevity so maybe that's the reason why i'm sure there are many other players so if you can give some names it will be interesting to see that coco underrated uh you know as a kid i've i've i think i've played coco once or twice i always i may be completely wrong here but i always saw it as a girls game a girls sport because girls used to play it all the time all right oopsie daisy french free kick and french corner now i suppose yeah so i always saw coco as a girls sport i may be completely wrong i'm sure boys men also play it it's it's um, if you were to ask me which is my favorite indian sport i would 100% say kabaddi kabaddi is is more exciting it's it's faster it's a contact sport you need to have some brawn some physical strength and also some finesse some technique there is strategy and all but yeah coco i'm sure it's very popular among among lots of people um but nowadays i don't know where the sport is it's definitely not telecast anywhere i'm sure india has lots of indigenous sports that are kind of being marginalized right now and coco is one that was quite popular i don't know how it is now all right um, my favorite chess player well if you maybe maybe gary kasparov uh, definitely one of one of the people i admire is vishwanathan anand Bobby Fischer I heard was a chess genius the american who gave up who renounced his american citizenship yeah so yeah why does no one talk about northeast india i i think i spent some time just a few minutes ago talking about northeast india manipur is is within india one of the one of the uh, football superpowers yeah and in the northeast far east of india there is a lot of football talent and and football is is extremely big over there so yeah and and the northeast the far east of india is is beautiful wonderful people so, what a wonderful diversity of different kinds of traditions and cultures beautiful indigenous culture and, and so on so wonderful place i think the northeast needs to be promoted it's our gateway to uh, to southeast asia uh, there is so much potential for development for tourism and other things over there so i i hope to see a very bright future very soon for the various states in what we call northeast india it's actually the far east of india don't you rate brazilian football i think brazilian football is wonderful they have a great tradition of football uh some really incredibly great footballers like obviously like pele people talk about pele but also ronaldo the, the original ronaldo today we have cristiano ronaldo but we had a ronaldo before him uh so that guy ronaldo the one who played in the 2002 world cup final and he won that final that guy was brilliant and ronaldinho uh ronaldinho was was brilliant one of the geniuses roberto carlos have you seen the free kick everyone talks about the free kick roberto carlos we had uh, cafu uh we had uh, many other players i don't i'm not a huge fan of neymar but yeah i do rate brazilian football it's, it's a, they have a wonderful football setup great football in tradition it's part of their dna essentially yeah and and 
Brazil tells you you don't have to be huge physically to play great football and to be champions. The Brazilian players are average height, average physique, but they are wonderfully gifted. I mean, they play great football. So yeah, I I am fond of Brazilian football for sure. Do I follow climbing? I I'm aware of climbing. I don't really follow it, but it's it's a good fun sport to watch. Rock climbing either on an artificial wall with those artificial things or actual climbing, you know, mountaineering. Uh yeah. And one of the greatest climbers of all time is is an American guy of Indian origin. His dad was is Indian. Sharma, his surname is Sharma. Chris Sharma or something like that. He's one of the one of the greatest climbers of all time. Yes. Um <clears throat> best mind game maybe chess maybe chess is is the best mind game perhaps carlson or kasparov i think carlson could end up being greater than kasparov perhaps uh, these guys are from different eras kasparov was from the 1980s 70s and 80s um and 90s as well he retired in the 90s but uh, when kasparov was a young and upcoming upcoming player i think anatoly karpov was the uh, world champion and kasparov beat karpov in a legendary world championship match you know the first it it was adjourned and cancelled once i think they played i don't know 30 40 games all were draws first karpov first won three or four games then kasparov was a very attacking player he changed his strategy completely he he adopted a completely defensive game and he essentially learned started learning from karpov so karpov became kasparov's teacher there were this series of draws i don't know 20 30 40 draws the both the players became completely exhausted emaciated and they this world championship had to be adjourned and then it was played again and then kasparov won so yeah that was a legendary world cup a uh, uh, world championship uh, match So Kasparov has done things that uh Carlson most likely still hasn't been able to emulate but maybe by the time Carlson is done Magnus Carlson maybe he may be the greatest of all, of all time perhaps perhaps What do I think of American football I don't really follow American football uh, I think it's a very dangerous game they have to play wearing helmets and all and there are all these studies that have come out that demonstrate That, that all these players they suffer lots of brain damage and all that so i think it's a dangerous game i think it's a dangerous game and just for people's entertainment you should not get you know players hurt so it's like the the gladiatorial sport which you had in in ancient rome kill people for for the public's entertainment i think american football maybe is is too violent of a sport maybe there's too much brain brain damage a, a player who plays for a number of years typically will have demonstrable brain damage you know lots of concussions lots of head injuries i am sure a similar situation may also exist in rugby so i don't really follow american football i think it's a really violent game it may be entertaining perhaps but and it's it's i believe quite similar in some ways to 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 rugby yeah mikhail tal boris pax spassky some of the older great players in chess i i don't i'm not really very um, familiar with their achievements and all certainly I've, i've heard the names yeah 
Ah uh, no no I I refuse to be drawn into con- into into controversies. I I I shall diplomatic I shall be diplomatic and not answer this question. <laughs> uh sorry no 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 I'm not going there. <laughs> horse races I I I've never watched horse racing. I've never been interested in that. So I think horse racing is all about gambling more or less, yeah. So not sure. What about F1? Senna, Leclerc, and Indian Zehan Darwala. Never heard of Zehan Darwala. Not sure about Leclerc. But Senna. Senna was one of the greats. Ayrton Senna, the Brazilian. There was a time when it was Ayrton Senna. And who's the French guy? Who's the French guy? Senna versus... I, I forget the French guy's name. There was, there was this rivalry between Senna and uh, Michel Prost, was it? I think his name was Michel Prost. Yeah. These two guys had a great rivalry. And Senna was brilliant, but unfortunately he lost his life very early. 1994, Imola, if I'm not mistaken. Senna died in a, in a car crash in that uh, F1 race. I think it was in 1994, in Imola, if I am not mistaken. So yeah, Senna was great. It was a great, great uh, F1 driver. Ah, where did football originate? So the modern game of football, association football, I think it originates in in, in England. But uh, obviously there are many nations, many many cultures in the world that have played various kinds of ball games, including uh, playing with the feet. For instance, in in ancient America, in the ancient Americas, in Mesoamerica, the, there was this this football kind of game. You know, they used to play, and. Uh, the winner would have his life sacrificed. That's how it used to be. That's what is. That's what historians say. You know, it was a privilege to win and then sacrifice. Oh God, two zero, two zero. Yes, two zero. Angel Di Maria. He's a great player. Angel Di Maria. Fantastic. Two zero. Argentina are up. This is beginning to become a disaster for France. Difficult for them to come back from this. But we have seen teams come back from 2-0 down in this World Cup itself. Uh, Argentina were 2-0 up against the Dutch. And the Dutch managed to come back to 2-2. They obviously lost afterwards, but yeah. So, wonderful play. Argentina are 2-0 up now. Uh, Angel de Maria is is a wonderful player. Very talented player, and he has scored a rather easy goal, but very good play. And once again, created by Messi. Once again, Messi has a hand in this, or a foot in this. So, yes, Argentina now seem to be holding a very strong upper hand. Now, let's come back to this question. Where did football originate? So, many cultures, including India, have played ball games, including games that involve playing the feet. Uh, but the modern game of football originates in England, association football. Yeah. But even you could even ask, where does cricket originate? So the modern game of cricket originates in England. And yet, Indians used to play with balls thousands of years ago. The, if you, if you, there is this episode in the life of Shri Krishna, Lord Krishna, when he was a kid, when he was a young boy. He was playing a certain game, ball game, on the banks of the great Yamuna River. Yes. And the ball goes and falls in the water. And in the water, there is this this great serpent who lives there, Kalinag. And uh, Krishna goes down into the water to retrieve the ball. And then uh, 
the snake he's got a, like 10 heads or something he's asleep and his wives tell krishna not to disturb the snake don't disturb him let him sleep but krishna wants the ball he goes there and then there is this fight you know the story right so what game was lord krishna playing with his with his friends with his companions it was a game of bat and ball that they were playing so once again you know the true origins of certain sports may lie in deep antiquity in cultures that are not the ones that are supposed to be the ones where it originated so the modern game of football clearly originates in england association football and i think it was in rugby that they started picking up the ball with their hands and that became the sport of rugby as well or uh, do i watch stand up especially any indian comic oh i i if you want me to name an indian comic i would name russell peters he is of he is of indian origin but he is not indian he is canadian so i don't really watch stand up i really enjoy russell peters and and uh, and his stand up act but we've seen it all uh any indian comic of today i think the indian comics are very i'm sure you know in the old days there used to be a great stand up comedy tradition in india it was called hasya kavita <coughs> it used to be in hindi and various indian languages and it used to be poetic but funny so india has had this tradition for god knows how many centuries when it comes to the modern indian stand up comics whether the ones who speak in english or in hindi i don't see any real talent in there because you know it should make me laugh it should be really funny and sh- the thing about comedy is you don't make fun of certain of a specific set of people you make fun of humanity as a whole about of you make fun of human nature you don't make fun of certain individuals based on political inclinations or other that's not funny at all and these days you have really unfunny comedians who and who have this who have this habit of moralizing and preaching from the pulpit so that's why i i find indian comedy very offputting i am sure there must be some good comedians which i have not discovered but because many of these so called prominent comedians are so offputting and so unfunny because of that i don't i don't follow indian stand up comedy I I don't see any real talent among the ones who are, on whom the light on whom the limelight is being thrown. I'm sure there is genuine talent all across India when it comes to comedy, and I hope really good talent in the Indian languages comes to prominence. That will be great. But right now I don't really follow stand-up comedy. It's really boring and really unfunny, and it's annoying the ones who are prominent. But when it comes to Indian origin guys, I think Russell Peters is ridiculously funny. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Ah, uh, you yeah yeah you bet, <laughs> you bet, sir. Once again, the question, and once again, I will very diplomatically say, I I will I no comment, no commentito, senor. <laughs> uh, why are people asking the same questions over and over again? Come on. Do I watch cartoons? I I used to watch cartoons as a kid. I used to love watching cartoons as a kid. Uh. in the old days you know when i was a kid you had disney mickey mouse donald duck um i watched various japanese cartoons which you may not remember at all there was a this series called robotech it was manga robotech was wonderful it had i don't know how many episodes so i used to watch that as a kid as a teenager um various french dubbed cartoons japanese cartoons dubbed in french i used to watch you will not know any of those um 
duck tails if anyone remembers from my childhood and all these days i, I don't know what's 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 uh, what people watch yeah i don't know what shinshan is i don't know what power rangers are <laughs> uh do i watch anime i don't watch anime these days uh so yeah pete sampras or andre agassi without a doubt pete sampras has has a better, better record if you look at the overall achievements pete sampras beats andre agassi hands down one of the greats all time greats pete sampras how many grand slams did andre agassi win not even i'm sure not even half of that of pete sampras so overall one has to give it to pete sampras yeah huh. what is the origin of the dogra people what is the origin of the sindhi people what is the origin of the himachali people what is the origin of the bengali people what is the origin of the rajput people of the tamil people of the kannada people of the telugu people the origin of all the peoples of india is india itself that's it i don't get why people want to know what is the origin of a special little subset of indian people if you look at the genetics of india we all have the same genetics the skin color and all those outward characteristics are unimportant the genetics are very 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 similar alike whether you are in afghanistan or whether you are in tamil nadu or, or in sri lanka yeah so the origin of all the people of india is india itself india is the out of africa founder zone the oldest genetic lineages which are non african are all indian haplogroup f in male lineages haplogroup m and n in female lineages the oldest haplogroups non african haplogroups are indian haplogroups a haplogroup is a genetic lineage the haplogroups m and n are about 65000 years old 60 65000 years old they originated in india and similarly for the haplogroup f which is the Uh, which more than ninety percent of non-African males across the world derive their genetic lineage from the haplogroup F, which is of Indian origin. So the origin of the Dogra people is within India, same as the origin of all other Indian subcontinent people. Yes, that is the answer, my dear friends. And the reason why people ask this question is, is because we are taught that we are, India is a multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-racial nation, which is absolute nonsense. um am i aware of islam makhachev yes obviously he is the dagestani is he dagestani uh, mma fighter one of the upcoming fighters who defeated what's his name who defeated the guy i, I forget the names from time to time there is there's so much data in this head <laughs> uh he defeated uh, the 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 brazilian guy right recently and became the champion in in his weight category So yes i am aware of him good fighter uh used to love jetsons on the cartoon network i i am aware of the jetsons it's uh, but i never really watched it yeah uh dexter's lab was fun dexter's lab courage the cowardly dog wonderful gravity falls if anyone has heard of it there used to be some really good uh, you know cartoons eh hey, hey, no need to say sorry it's perfectly fine it's perfectly fine ask any question you like uh <laughs> cyrus the great versus ashok the great versus chingis khan versus alexander uh cyrus kurush wazrak kurush the thunderous uh one of the greatest of the uh akshamanish emperors of persia uh 
he fought the greeks on occasion if i am not mistaken if i if my memory serves me right one of the great unifiers one of the great creators one of the founders of the of the persian empire so yeah definitely great uh, ashok clearly the greatest mauryan emperor greater than his grandfather chandragupta maurya because he created this enormous unified uh, empire in the subcontinent unified the entire subcontinent uh, he finished the job that his grandfather had set out to do so ashok definitely great alexander was a warlord a brutal barbarian who whose only objective was to conquer conquer because i have this ego and i want to show that i am the best yeah so yeah he is one of the great conquerors but he cannot hold a candle to chinggis khan if you want to ask about the greatest ruler it's a different story if you want to ask about the greatest conqueror it's a different story the greatest conqueror of all time without question is chinggis khan and chinggis khan operated on a set of principles he did not randomly go and conquer because he felt like conquering all his military campaigns were retaliatory in nature after he became the the great khan the khagan the khagan of the mongols yes all his campaigns were retaliatory in nature it was uh, he had he he was on this quest to 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 find justice for his peoples for his people the mongol people uh, and yet he ended up conquering more territory in, in in 20 years than the roman emperors put together had com- conquered in 300 years so you cannot there is nobody that you can co- that you can compare chinggis khan to nobody alexander is nothing compared to chinggis khan uh well cyrus and ashok were more of unifiers than conquerors yeah uh, i am sure if ashok had decided to go on a conquest uh, on a conquering spree he may have been able to do something like maybe like the others that you you mentioned but uh, ashok was not interested in conquering foreign lands he was interested in unifying india the indian subcontinent which he succeeded in doing and then he ruled in peace Uh, and uh, cyrus also was not he did conquer uh, territories and all that but he also is more of a unifier mm-hmm. so th- that's how it is these are very different personalities if you want to compare maybe you could compare cyrus and ashok to a certain extent and yeah you can compare chinggis and alexander but alexander is nothing nothing compared to chinggis khan chinggis khan was, was the greatest of all time legendary incredible guy ah yes yes thank you thank you charles olivera yes olivera that's correct that's who islam makhachev defeated rather easily rather easily which sport is the oldest i promise you the oldest sport in the world is some form of martial art you know two guys who may be friends who want to see who's better let's see so we will make a set of rules and then let's go so typically it's going to be martial art it's maybe boxing or or something more you know that involves a full body kind of movement you know kicking punching all that so i think the oldest sport is most likely some form of martial arts with some rules hopefully some rules because otherwise you're going to end up killing someone or maiming someone um marathons marathons <laughs> well yeah uh i remember watching one marathon once in my life it was in 92 barcelona olympics and obviously i was at that time in india and uh, this marathon was going on a marathon typically takes 3 4 hours and doordarshan 
the state broadcaster was was broadcasting the marathon so i followed the marathon in the evening and i don't know who who was winning but i was kind of following two three people and at the end it was very interesting so at the end of the marathon when the marathon is getting over the last stage is when you re enter the stadium and the last 400 meters you do in there right so at the point when the the leaders in the leading group is about to enter the stadium durdarshan said okay aaj ki sabha samapt ho gayi end of story it was about 12 o'clock in the night and they switched off they could not wait for another 2 minutes that's the kind of practices durdarshan used to have so yes that is an unforgettable moment in my life watching that marathon uh, <laughs> that's how it used to be that's how bad durdarshan was i don't miss durdarshan many people are nostalgic about durdarshan i i don't miss durdarshan whatsoever pro kabaddi league i am aware of its existence i've never really really watched it but uh, yeah i'm i'm glad we have a pro kabaddi league in which players get to play in a professional manner and earn some good money that's how you develop a sport it has to be something that can support you financially and hopefully make you reasonably rich as well why not why not so yeah it's it's good to do to have that did you watch kanthara i haven't watched kanthara i hear it's a good movie but uh, i haven't i haven't watched the kashmir files i haven't watched kanthara i watched rrr yeah so kanthara i haven't watched yet maybe i'll try and find some time i think it's on one of the streaming services nowadays uh, so maybe i'll watch it yeah i hear i hear very good things about it obviously um what other questions do we have do i think qatar should play pay reparations for our workers why should they do it do i think they should do it yes they should but they will not do it you know there is no justice in the world my friends the rich and the powerful will do what they can and they will get away with it the greatest crime in the world is poverty and weakness and don't blame others you should know how it happened you should know how it happened so that it doesn't happen again but don't blame others for it so when i you know i have been saying this for the longest time that the reason for india's backward whatever you want to call it backwardness poverty all that is the past 1000 years of foreign occupation that is the cause but let's and obviously the responsibility for for the plunder the pillage the genocide all of that lies on the shoulders of the foreigners the turks and the europeans who did this yeah but at the end of the day we were caught at the wrong time when we were weak and we were disunited it is at the end of the day the fault of the leaders of india at the time that india should have had a powerful emperor who could have unified the nation if it was that that case then none of these foreign invasions would have succeeded so the greatest so from today's perspective it is imperative it is non negotiable that india should rise in strength and in prosperity the greatest sin is weakness and being poor yeah and at the end of the day it doesn't matter how it happened if you are weak and if you are poor you will be exploited okay it is half time it is half time and argentina are 2-0 up great i if 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 they win i'll be happy for messi i i don't have any as such any soft corner for the nation of argentina or france 
look at their histories very interesting histories we will not talk about that today <laughs> it's all about colonial colonization colonialism anyhow the thing is i like messi as a, as an individual and as a sports person so it would be good if he can retire on a high note which it looks like it's going to be very likely now 20 up what do i think about yuvraj singh yuvraj singh was an extraordinarily talented uh, cricketer very very good batsman who can forget 2007 the in south africa the t20 world cup that match against uh, uh, what's it name what the english stuart broad bowling and the yuvraj singh hit six consecutive sixes yes so yeah incredible talent i think he could have done better with his fitness for a very long time at least in the second in the second half of his career he was kind of overweight kind of reminds you of rohit sharma rohit sharma is you know rohit sharma is an incredibly elegant player very talented player rohit sharma but from the way i see him he is the indian version of inzama mulak inzama mulak was a great batsman but he was always overweight uh, there was this very famous infamous incident there was a match in canada a one day match between india and pakistan and there was this indian guy in the stands in the audience who had a loud speaker and he was taunting inzamam ulla calling him potato alu 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 and inzamam got so furious he took a bat and tried to beat the guy up <laughs> should have been arrested for that actually but anyhow so rohit sharma kind of reminds me of he is like the indian version of inzamam ulla for me he is overweight he should, I mean, as a sports person you should not be overweight anyhow so even even yuvraj singh was kind of overweight for a very long time the second half of his career so i think if he had taken care of his fitness properly he would have maybe achieved more you know yuvraj singh but definitely a great foot, a great cricketer and definitely the hero of the 2011 world cup yeah and it, re, it 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 later emerged that he was actually suffering from a form of cancer at the time and despite suffering actively from cancer without knowing it he was the star performer for india in the 2011 world cup as an all-rounder even as a bowler so yeah one of the greats one of the greats in limited over cricket in limited over cricket in uh, one days one day matches and uh, 2020 matches not quite that much in test matches even though he had a couple of good innings i think he scored a wonderful century against australia once in a test match and all yeah so Yes, that is the score right now. Curious Monk has updated us. France zero, Argentina two. At halftime, what went wrong with Tiger Woods? Well, they said certain personal life issues crept up, and uh, Tiger Woods is most likely the greatest golfer of all time. Incredible sports person, great achievements. Uh, his father was American, African American. His mom was from uh, Thailand. Yes. What went wrong? I mean, what went wrong is that uh, something went wrong in his personal life. His wife wife divorced him. I think he had some sex addiction or something like that. Yeah, and uh, his wife divorced him, and then he had some injuries and all that. Now, now he's obviously no longer a young man. I'm not sure if he's still active as a golfer, but yeah, his record is obviously one of the greatest of all time for sure. um what do i think of pakistan's recent atomic bomb threat to india hamare paas atomic bomb hai atomic bomb i think it's cute 
I think it's a cute, cute thing to say. Atomy bomb. <laughs> uh, let's talk about something. We have JEE in one month. No. Look, if you if you hope to prepare for an exam like the JEE in one in one month's time, it is it is likely to fail. To prepare for something like the JEE, you have you need to have a one year time frame, and prepare systematically over a period of one year, every day. Spend like three hours a day. That is very much feasible compared to spending twelve hours a day for a month. That will burn your brain out. So, uh, and the thing is, don't put too much pressure on yourselves. I know it's a high stakes exam. You want to get into the IITs and all that. Good God, what am I seeing on the screen? No, 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 no. Ah, uh, I cannot unsee that. Why? Why? Anyhow, we will not talk about that. Uh, who is my favorite Gully Danda player? Well, um, I, I think I played it a few times as a, as a kid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure if there's any professional league or so. So I don't know. I don't know. Gymnastics in ice, ice skating. We have a good gymnast. Uh, that girl, right? What's her name? Deepa? Deepa Karmakar or something? Uh, she came fourth in the Olympics once. Um, gymnastics is, is, is a good good sport. Yeah. You need to be light in body and very, very, very flexible. So it's not for everybody. Certainly not for somebody like me. I'm too large. <laughs> I was always too large for gymnastics. But yeah, if you are short, if you are slim, and if you're flexible but strong, then gymnastics is great. Ice skating, um, there is the rhythm. The, yeah, ice skating is also it's it's also a niche sport kind of. It's it's all it's got it's got its own place in the pantheon of various sports. Yeah. Uh, is Sri Krishna the greatest human being of all time? Maybe maybe one of the top human beings of all time ever. Yes, for sure. We consider him to be a god today. He is a historical. He was a historical figure. He was a flesh and blood human being, and he lived thousands of years ago, and we still worship him today. So imagine the impact here he had. Clearly, one of the all-time great human beings of all time. Imagine remembering something, somebody for thousands of years. And Lord Ram came thousands of years before Lord Krishna. So yeah, these are two of the greats. Maybe the top two of all time, perhaps. Yeah. Do I like the Beatles? Um, the Beatles were never... Obviously, they're a great band. I I have never spent too much time listening to the Beatles. Mm -hmm. They had some nice songs, but uh, not exactly my taste. I don't dislike the Beatles. Uh, you know which bands were my favorite or kind of still are? Pink Floyd for some time. I was really obsessed with Pink Floyd for some time. Nowadays, I don't listen to Pink Floyd. It's It's too... I mean, it's brilliant for sure. But it's kind of dark and gloomy. Much, much of their music, Pink Floyd, is is about mental illness and and, and dark themes and depressing themes and all that. So, despite uh, the music being brilliant, I I don't spend a lot of time or any time at all listening to it. Some of it is very interesting, like some of it has sci-fi connotations, philo philosophical connotations. There is a song by Pink Floyd, which which, which essentially is a, is is a hymn. To the sun, sun, the sun god, essentially. It's called Echoes. That's a great song. 
that's something I don't mind listening again, listening to again. The Pink Floyd have uh, were one of the greats, but I would say if you were to ask me my favorite band of all time, I would say Led Zeppelin, a band from the 60s, 70s, 80s, not not the 80s, 60s, 70s, one of the great bands of all time ever. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. Beatles, not so much. Um, not so much. I did not find it. Uh, I don't know. Intellectual enough. No, it's not on the Led Zeppelin is not intellectual, but yeah, it, it's great. So I don't dislike the Beatles, but it's never been one of my favorite bands for sure. All right, all right. Mm. <laughs> what is One Direction? <laughs> I think it's a boy band of some kind. Yes, One Direction. Yeah, I, I, I am. Uh, not quite <laughs> into boy bands. Uh, Linking Park, you know, the thing about American rock bands is there are two kinds of rock bands when it comes to rock music. One is British rock bands, rock bands, and second is American rock bands. American rock bands sound like noise to me. I, I, I have nothing against the people of America, but most American rock bands sound like noise, very loud and very noisy and no nuance. I mean, so Linking Park, I, I, there is this one song that everybody plays that I'm aware of. That, that that's one. There's this band called Green Day. They had uh, one or two uh, good songs. Eagles were 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 a reasonably good band. I had their album Hell Freezes Over in the old days when you had those cassette tapes. I had that. Now I have MP3s somewhere. I'd ripped it out of the cassette tape. Yeah, so Eagles were good. Hotel California, everyone knows, and various other songs. Eagles were great. Um, Led Zeppelin, like I said, yes. Beethoven, good, good. Beethoven, obviously, that's classical music. ABBA, good band. Dancing Queen, that's not obviously my kind of song. <laughs> uh, Dancing Queen and uh, Voulez-vous and all that, yeah. Uh, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones, somebody asked me about Rolling Stones. I saw it somewhere, yeah. Rolling Stones, they had some good songs. Mm, what? I forget the name of the song, but yeah, yeah, they had some good songs. But Rolling Stones too, once again, were not one of my favorite bands. Coldplay is, is okay. Oasis was good. A few of their songs were good. Oasis. Guns and Roses were good for a while. And then they, they, they broke up. But Guns N' Roses, yes, it's one of the few American bands that I actually liked. Rock bands. Axl Rose, incredible, very unique voice. Yeah. And uh, what's the guy's name? The guitar player? I forget his name. Great guitar player. The guy with the hat. The guy with the curly hair. Yeah. Um, Eminem, he has... Mm. <laughs> um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah, some some good songs there, yeah. Metallica, Metallica, good so good good band, good band. Uh, which European languages do I speak? I speak French. I understand bits and pieces of other languages. I can speak a few words here and there, a few phrases. If you speak French, you understand many of the Romance languages, the Latin languages, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, yes, uh, Latin too. So these are all very closely connected languages. So if you know French, you will understand a, a bit of Italian. I mean, if you especially written Italian and Spanish and all that. <clears throat> so mainly it's it's French that I actually 
at one time French was maybe my primary language at one point in time, a very long time ago. And uh, because I speak English, I obviously understand a bit of German. English is, by the way, a Germanic language. Yeah. Um, that's right. Please watch Death Note. The new one or the original one? I think the original one is better. Kira. Kira, is it? Kira? And this is uh, Shinigami, the, 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 the creature, right? The, the, the spirit. Yeah, I think, I, I think I've seen an episode or two. I think it was, great. It was good. I don't really watch Family Guy. I, is it funny? I, th- I watched The Simpsons a lot as a kid. Simpsons was good. Justin Bieber. I think Justin Bieber is actually a talented singer, but uh, people are kind of focusing more on his personal life and his persona. Uh, I think he's a talented singer. As a kid, he was a very talented singer. The first song, what was it? Baby? <laughs> uh, yeah, about 10, 15 years ago. He broke out. As, as a big star because of that one song. Thoughts on Billy Joel? I think he won a Grammy at some point in time. Or he missed out on Grammy, I'm not sure. He had some good songs. We didn't start the fire and the river of something. He had some some, some good songs. Good, good, uh, more of a gospel singer or something, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Do I like video games? Um, I don't really play video games. I, I had a, you know, I had one of the old PlayStations, PS2, I think. And there was this, this game I used to play. Dynasty Warriors was one. And then there was this car game, you know, car racing, car crashing mode of... <laughs> I used to play that. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, I... As a kid, I never had access to video games, you know. I, I was an 80s and 90s kid. So, in those days, we did not have video games. At least, I did not have access to any. So, I... I suppose if I had access to those, I would have been I would have been enjoying that. But yeah, so I had a PS2 for the longest time. I used it more as a DVD player, but uh, I played a few of those games. And these days, I don't really play any games. Yeah, so yeah, that, but I'm sure it's it's fun. It's fun to play. Favorite Led Zeppelin song? I I think Led Zeppelin Four is the favorite album. Lots of good songs. The Rain song is good. Very, very interesting chords they've used. Very interesting, very pretty ja- blues chords. The rain song. Then there is the immigrant song. It's a Viking, Viking invasion song, essentially. Uh, Stairway to Heaven. I think most of the 80% of the music is wonderful. The, and, you know, Led Zeppelin is considered to be the, the original, the, the band that is that that created heavy metal music. That's what That's the perception that people have of Led Zeppelin. And yet, about 40% of their songs are acoustic, acoustic guitar. They had very eclectic influences. Uh, Led Zeppelin were influenced by by Indian music, by Middle Eastern music, by Celtic music. A lot of folk influences in Led Zeppelin. That's why it's such an interesting band. Very talented and very unique musicians, all four of them. Their lead singer, Robert Plant, is half Romani. His, His mother was, like he said, a gypsy. So he has Indian origin. His wife was Anglo-Indian. His kids are all, you know, they look like half Indian kind of, you know. So yeah, very, very interesting band. <clears throat> Issue in my mic. Hello, can you hear me? All right. 
my views on Andrew Huberman's podcasts. I haven't seen any of his podcasts. Podcasts take a lot of time to watch, but I, I hear he's very popular. And I'm sure he's got very interesting um, information to share. I saw some clips of him, of his, on, on Joe Rogan. Interesting guy. Definitely very interesting guy. Definitely very knowledgeable, very well-read, very uh, accomplished researcher. So, yeah. Uh, let's see what other questions do we have how to increase weight eat more than you need to if you if you are at a certain weight you only have to eat more the more calories you put in the more weight you will gain obviously you should not eat junk food eat the right kind of food hopefully something that that is clean something that, that is not processed and uh, get some adequate protein and uh, your source should be either clean carbohydrates like lots of vegetables or rice or wheat or fat like ghee or or if you eat meat whatever you know that sort of thing and if you want to increase weight go and lift some weights in the gym go lift weights you're going to put on muscle if you do um, Nishant. so you're a boy you're, you're a male right so if you eat more if you eat clean and you eat more protein and you spend, let's say you spend six months in the gym on a proper weightlifting program you're gonna gain weight you're going to easily gain weight. Yeah, that's how you do it. I mean, everybody has a different kind of metabolism. All Some people find it easier to gain weight. Some people find it harder to gain weight. Some people are called hard gainers and all. But you need to find out what works best for your body. And I'm sure if you find the right program and the right dietary plan for yourself, you will gain weight for sure. <clears throat> Lalita Ditya versus Chingis. See, Lalit Aditya went and uh, conquered much of Central Asia. But, uh, so definitely one of the great conquerors. He conquered a lot in one lifetime. Yeah, he conquered Tibet as well. But Chinggis conquered more. I don't think there's anybody in human history, in, in recorded or known human history, who has conquered more territory than the great Chinggis Khan. Yeah. So, there is no, con it's a no contest, essentially. My views on Avatar, The Way of Water. I haven't watched it yet. It's, it just came out I mean, a few days ago, three, four days ago. I haven't watched it. I think I, if I find the time, I will go and watch it. I watched Avatar 1. I think I watched it twice in the movie theater, twice. It was it was that good. Not the story, not the story, but, but the, 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 the visualization, the picturization, the first 3D movie that I saw. And uh, yeah. The way it was filmed in the scenery, etc., the, the way the planet is, the moon is, the, is is depicted, Pandora, it's so pretty that, you know, the, you, you don't care if the story is not good enough. The story was also kind of okay. It's a white savior story at the end of the day. But yeah, it was really uh, a pleasure to watch, a visual pleasure. And the, the music was great. James Horner, I think he passed away. So... And I, I, I hear good things about Avatar 2. I think it's visually even a better spectacle. It's even a bigger treat than the previous one. So I think um, hopefully, and, I, and if you look at the reviews, I think the reviews are all mainly positive. So I think it will be worth watching. So maybe if I find the time, I'll go and watch it. Most likely, I will. Can one increase one's height after the age of 90? Most likely not. I think... Uh, you, you grow until the age of 18, 19, maybe 20, but your main growth spurt is after after the onset of puberty. So that's around 13, 14. 
until 17 18 19 after that i think i think if as far as i know obviously i am not a, a biologist or anything but as far as i understand after 19 it's kind of difficult to increase height a lot in some rare cases you may be able to do it but not much but that's okay listen your height doesn't matter what you do in your life that's what matters there are many great people who are short there are many great people who are tall but usually it's shorter people who who did more i guess yeah so it doesn't matter but uh, yeah that's how it is height matters i don't know i mean uh, there's no harm in being tall i would never i i i it's it's never it's not a disadvantage to be tall but it's not a disadvantage to be short either you know we don't live in a world where you have to be a warrior to succeed in life your physical abilities are don't not that important in today's world right so that's okay so height doesn't really matter of course if you are tall it gives you a psychological advantage i suppose yeah people feel great if you are if they are taller and stronger than others i suppose but I, i it's okay it's not a big deal so there are many tall people who did not achieve anything in life yeah i can assure you of that and uh, mr napoleon bonaparte was 56 he was not a tall man and i believe even julius caesar was not a tall man alexander is supposed to have been a shorty <laughs> shorty i i mean no disrespect to anyone who's short i'm just saying yeah so it's okay height doesn't matter okay now the other iteration is size matters yes if you're wide broad muscular it may matter it may make you feel good and so on and i will stop at that uh i'm 64 then you will see who says indians can be tall of course indians can be tall you know there are lots of people lots of kids these days who are all 6 feet tall 6 feet plus tall indians are overall getting taller especially the the, the younger kids so yeah it's good maradona 55 there you go and so on perfectly fine what's the ideal height your whatever height you get in life is your ideal height doesn't matter there's no such thing as an ideal height uh, there you have it sachin 55 okay um <clears throat> all right <laughs> uh dongar singh jawan is 6 feet tall there you go see another tall guy good so it's it's fine 510 uh, 510 average i don't know what's the average height for males in india today is it 510 Uh, maybe less not sure not sure what it is it doesn't matter either way okay average indian male height is 57 right now in a in a decade it will be 5859 i suppose yeah manmat tiwari is is uh, 61 okay some people are being funny that's all right <laughs> okay somebody is 198 cm ankit is 198 cm uh ha bhai kya hal is 510 amir khan is 5 <laughs> all right all right all right all right that's great okay okay i'm not taking any more height uh questions radio head radio head was was is is a, a good band uh, what's that song that the greatest song that they had it's why do i forget the names of songs and all that um creep creep radio head creep one of the great songs yeah Vladimir Putin is a tall guy, correct? Radiohead is an interesting band. Yes. Mac Per is five ten. Why am I doing this again? Even though I said it's not important. Height versus looks. I think um, 
it's it, it it helps to be good looking of course but you know what there are lots of good looking people who achieve nothing in life and there are lots of people who are not considered to be from the classical perspective to be apparently good looking or average looking whatever who do great in life a person who is successful people don't care what he or she looks like trust me if you are successful then no one cares what you look like many of the most successful people in the world the think of the people who you consider to be very successful and ask yourself is this is is that person really good looking think of all the sports people who are successful was diego maradona a good looking man i would say he was an average looking man he was not especially good looking what about what about sachin tendulkar what do you think of him he is considered to be one of the, one of the greatest uh, cricketers of all time yes and so on and so forth what about elon musk is he a handsome man from the from the classical definition of handsome yeah and and so on you know so it doesn't really matter what matters is what you do with your life that's what really matters <clears throat> sarcasm or wit how to master them i have no idea if you i mean i suppose some people are just born with certain qualities with what you call it or sarcasm and maybe some people perfect that over their lifetime uh, most likely these things are skills and as with any skill the more you practice it the better you get at it so so, so i think sarcasm is is more of a negative thing compared to wit you know so how to master something practice 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 and try to figure out how it is done um let's see elon musk is an alien yeah it is possible it is possible my thoughts about sukumar yadav he is a wonderful player very very interesting player very interesting technique he is a, a 360 degrees player right now he's playing uh, better than hardik pandya for instance you know so yeah i think he's a wonderful player it's good to have someone like him in the cricket why was ben franklin's basement filled with skeletons i think that's a question for ben franklin to answer or for historians and investigators to answer but yes it appears that um, the guy had a cupboard full of skeletons apparently yeah Do you think Koo can replace Twitter? Why don't you use Koo? I have, I, I had, I have a Koo account. I had created an account. I don't know when, a year, two years ago. It was extremely user un- unfriendly. It was really frustrating to use. Uh, I don't know how it is now. When I tried using it, it was like a cheap. Listen, I am not trying to disparage it. It was like an inferior knockoff of Twitter. There was nothing new or innovative in it. It was really hard to use. It was buggy. It was clunky. Um, I tried using it. I have an account. I'm sure. I'm sure you can Google it. But yeah. So like the past year or two years, I have not even looked at it. I'm. I'm sure I can revisit it. Um, so I don't know whether who can replace Twitter. If you want to replace Twitter, you have to be better than Twitter. if you do the same thing why should somebody move off twitter and go to coo you have to offer something that that twitter can't offer you know something some advantage something better and 
when a platform has an enormous user base like Twitter already has, it's really hard to convince people to move off it and go to one of the platform. Unless this new platform offers something that Twitter simply can't offer. So Ku, I think it's just like a replica in some ways of Twitter. And I believe some Indians are on Ku. And uh, I heard that it was popular for some time in Brazil also. Yeah. So if it is doing well, good for it. We obviously in India would like to have, we would need to have our own social media platforms. That's a good thing. So whoever has created Ku, I'm, I'm sure it's a, it's, a, it's a good thing. I would like to encourage them. But my suggestion would be to, to make it user-friendly. It should be a pleasure to use. It should not be like an annoying thing. And it should have something innovative, something that other platforms don't offer. Yeah. So if you can do that, it's great. So do I think Twitter can, uh, who can replace Twitter? I think it'll be hard for it to, to do that. But if it happens, I'll be really happy. Yeah. Why don't I use Kube? Like I said, because it was really unfriendly, user unfriendly. It was buggy, clunky, not a pleasure to use. So I stopped using it. I'm on Twitter. And if Kube becomes uh, good again uh, in the future, I'll, I'll be happy to use it. Yeah. The thing is, you can't use it, it's you can't spend your time all day on social media platforms. You can have one maybe or two, but having a presence on like like lots of different social media platforms, it's it's too much of a drain on your time. So ideally, someone like me, I would like to have one or two places. I have YouTube, I have Twitter, and that's I have an Instagram that is not very active right now, but it's there, and that's about it. I also have Facebook. This thing is going live on Facebook right now as well. Um, also on Twitch, I have a Twitch. I think this is streaming live on Twitch as well right now, but yeah. But my main uh, places are obviously YouTube and Twitter and to some to a small extent Instagram. But it would be good to have uh, Indian social media platforms. C versus Java. I've never used Java personally. I've used C. Uh, so C, C was fun. C was fun to use. C was uh, something that replaced Fortran in the in the science in the science community in the physics community. So when I was a student in in university, I used C for programming, writing programs in nuclear physics and all that. Yeah. So yeah, C was fun at the time. I'm sure Python is much more user friendly and much more of a pleasure to use these days. Uh, so yeah. So since I don't have any experience in Java, so I can't really say. But C was was fun to use when I used it all right um, well i haven't seen it so what can i say if i see it i shall talk of it if i find it interesting okay sir i've replied to you go study for example i don't know what's happening these days on twitter everyone wants me to reply and if you reply i will do this <laughs> uh, okay whatever anyway go for it sir study Yes, study. Whiplash, I, I think I've seen the movie. And it was a movie about uh, music, jazz music, or some kind of music. It was a reasonably fun movie to watch, I think. It was a good movie. It was an interesting movie, a different concept. I don't remember much of it today, but yes, it was a movie that I was able to see the whole of it, watch the whole of it, without getting too bored. Yeah, Whiplash. Aha. The, the main character, the protagonist, was a drummer. That's correct. A drummer. Yes, I have watched Whiplash. Yes, drum. Correct. Drum. 
Yes, I have watched the flash. All uh, right. My views on Oppenheimer, the movie, the series, the guy, I suppose the guy. Well, he was essentially the guy who was in charge of the Manhattan Project, the American uh, nuclear bomb program in the 1940s. That's the program that gave the Americans those two atomic devices that they tested on the Japanese people, on the Japanese civilian population. And uh, yeah, Oppenheimer, obviously, he was not very happy with how his creation was used. He was a nuclear physicist. And uh, and then later on in his life, he was accused of being a communist sympathizer or, or something. And his career was kind of destroyed. Lots of ugly politics and all that. Yeah. And obviously in India, he's famous for, for, uh, for uh, his views philosophical views, you know, when the first atomic bomb test was done, the Trinity test, when he saw the, the device explode, he was reminded of this, of, of, of a verse from the Bhagavad Gita or something like that. Yeah. So that's why Indians are very fond of him because he had these, this inclination towards Indian philosophy and Hinduism and all that. Yeah. So that's, that's what I know of him. <clears throat> so what's going on? It's two zero. 2-0 and Angel Di Maria has been substituted. He has done his job. He scored the second goal. Good job, sir. And uh, if it is enough for his team, then he will be the happiest guy in the world. Good. So he has been substituted and the match goes on. 2-0. 64 minutes in. Let us see. France is up against it. The French guys are up against it. They have their backs to the wall. And Argentina is attacking. Argentina is doing well. Messi has the ball. And the game is being played in the French half right now. Good God, Messi. Yes, interesting period of play. Mm, oh, la, 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 la. Dangerous. It's all defense for the French right now. Oh, handball. No? All right, so, it's, so that's what's going on. That's what's going on in the match. Looks like the Argentines will win. Should I should I speak closer to the mic? Is this better? No, I don't think so. Okay. My opinion on the Moroccan behavior after their loss to France. I think the Moroccan players were reasonably well behaved, and that I will leave it at that. <laughs> the Moroccan players were reasonably well behaved. I mean. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I think we should watch MMA or boxing matches like this. Well, the M the UFC telecasts are typically in the morning for in, in 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 India. Indian time it's morning. It's typically in the US in the in the evening in the US American time. America the US is like three or four different time zones. Five, if I'm not mistaken, they have a Hawaiian time as well. If it's in Las Vegas, then it's and in the evening over there, then it's early morning for India. So, yeah, if you want, I, I do watch it on occasion. I usually miss that. I watch, watch a replay or whatever. But yes, maybe we could do it in the future if you all are, are open to watching a live stream in the morning. Yeah, maybe. Um... 
any other question have you seen the movie passengers i have not seen the movie passengers i have not seen it what do i think about mma becoming an olympic sport you make mma an olympic sport it's going to get corrupted for instance if you see uh, how what's happened to football uh, sorry to boxing in the olympics if you watch the various matches olympic boxing matches you will see a lot of cheating on the part of the judges there i don't remember i think it was in 2012 the olympic games 2012 london olympics there was this japanese boxer what was his name i think his name was satoshi shimizu satoshi shimizu he knocked out he knocked out his opponent 10 or 12 times and he was awarded a loss imagine knocking out your opponent 10 or 12 times and then the judges say you've lost that's what happened there is a lot of cheating and corruption in the olympics at least in boxing i've seen that i've seen that personally with my own eyes you can look it up go to youtube and search for satoshi shimizu 2012 olympics it's ridiculous and that's not the only one that's the first thing that came to my mind i think if you bring mma into olympics it's going to ruin mma let mma be out of out of the olympics and be run by a private organization like zufa and uh, it's it's i think they are they're doing a good job i think dana white is doing a good job of running the show yeah i'm sure the the players could be paid more that's one criticism that one sees that the mma that the mma players are not play, are not paid anything like what professional boxers would would be paid for instance a professional boxer a top class professional boxer can easily make 50 million 100 million dollars for one fight i i mean really top class you know like like a world champion kind of guy uh and even a a reasonably good professional boxer can 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 make a good income out of boxing but when you see the fight purse for the mma fighters it's it's much lower than any, than any boxer so that's one criticism that has been uh, leveled at mma at the ufc then that seems to be a kind of valid and legitimate criticism but apart from that i think it's being run well professionally reasonably professionally of course uh, there was this one fight recently paddy the baddy who won against somebody and clearly he here not performed so well so sometimes you have these problems that's something you have in every sport but i would not like to see mma come into the olympics i, I think they will ruin it ruin it <clears throat> the old 98 years says you would not be able to focus anyway maybe i may not be able to focus because when you're watching a fight your attention is going to be more on that in football i can talk while keeping half an eye on what's happening there when it comes to a really good fight it's impossible to not pay attention there and so then i will not be able to focus here or there <laughs> so yeah maybe mma is not a good idea unless i just uh, do commentary but i don't know how to do commentary uh have i watched arrival 2016 i did watch arrival i like science fiction i'm a huge fan of science fiction uh, as a kid i used to read only science fiction initially then i moved to other genres as well so yes i am a huge fan of science fiction i love science fiction movies as well i watched arrival 2016 i found it boring and pretentious it's an art movie trying pretending to be a science fiction movie so um if you were to ask me which is 
the most interesting science fiction movie I've seen in the past ten years. I would definitely say Interstellar. Really good movie. Some of it was kind of the science. See, the the last part in which the guy goes into inside the the black hole and then encounters God knows what. That is speculation. That's not really hard science. But apart from that, it it was really good. The way they showed the black hole and all that, it was wonderful. So and and the story was great. So Interstellar was wonderful. Arrival was pretentious and boring from my perspective, and lots of people will disagree with me, which is fine, which is fine. But it was not a science fiction movie. It was an art movie. It was a fantasy movie, trying to pretend to be a science fiction movie, and and I, I think it's got good reviews and ratings. But from my perspective, it was n- not my cup of tea. I I watched it only once. I I I I think I watched Interstellar at least twice on a big screen, twice I think. So yeah. Uh, what is Big Boss? Some reality TV thing. I have never ever watched a single episode of Big Boss, so I don't know. <laughs> no, no idea. Sorry. You see a Stephen King book somewhere? My background somewhere? Could be, perhaps. I do have some Stephen King books. Uh, what are my favorite books by Stephen King? I haven't read a lot of Stephen King. I read this book, I don't know how many years ago. I think I read it in 2002 when I was in the US. It was called Bag of Bones. It was a ghost story, kind of horror story, a good story. Long, long, long book, lengthy book. It, it takes like 60, 70 pages for the real story to actually start. You know, there's a lot of character building and all that. Uh, atmosphere building and, and, and setting, milieu building and all that. But good book overall. So I read Bag of Bones. It's a, it's a it's a ghost story, horror story, not very scary. Um, that's one that comes to mind. I I'm sure I've read a couple more, but I don't remember which. I'm sure I have some books here and there, but yeah. So that's the one that comes to mind immediately. Stephen King. Uh, what are my favorite fiction books in general? Uh, I don't know. I have read so many books. They they all kind of mix up in my mind. Um, Fiction books, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a fun book to read. It's science fiction, but it's funny. It's it's comedy science fiction and, and good story. That's a good one by Douglas Adams, the late Douglas Adams. That's good. Um, I would say um, The Lord of the Rings. I've read The Lord of the Rings many times. It's a huge, thick book. And the more you read, the more you discover about the story the, the, the and the writer. So yeah, there are elements of white supremacism in it. There are elements of racism in it, for sure. The, the deeper you go into it, the more you discover, you know, what, what it's like. But overall, it's a great story. It's Overall, it's a very good story. So yeah, The Lord of the Rings, uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I don't know how many books I must have read. I've read, a, I've read a lot of books by Arthur C. Clarke. Some were terrible, like the, like the Rama series, Rendezvous with Rama, The Garden of Rama and all that. Really, really tedious books to read. I don't know how I finished those books, but some books by Arthur C. Clarke are wonderful. Uh, there's this short story called, what's it called? I forget the name. Um, the Hammer of God, in which there is this, they discover a comet, which they call Kali, because that comet is on a trajectory to intercept the Earth. So that's an interesting story. The Songs of Distant Earth, lots of good, good 
books by 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 Arthur C. Clarke, and I I don't know. So my favorite genre for the longest time was science fiction. Nowadays I read all kinds of stuff, yeah. But nowadays I read more non-fiction than fiction. Marvel or DC? Um, Marvel is all garbage these days. The last Marvel movie I saw was what was it? Multiverse of Misery. I don't know. I don't even know what's the difference between DC and Marvel anymore. It's all become a blur. The Batman move. The Batman movies are terrible these days. Very dark, depressing, and gloomy. And you may find it surprising that I am criticizing Batman because lots of people seem to love Batman. If you watch the, you know, as a kid, I watched the original Batman series. The original Batman series was was from the nineteen sixties or something. Yeah, and uh, it was really funny. It was light hearted. It was funny. It was positive, and it was not gloomy at all. It was not dark, depressing, full of misery. So that's how I had seen Batman. And then, if you look at all these new movies, ugh, depressing, dark, gloomy, horrible. So yeah, <laughs> Lady Thor with fake muscles. I mean, turning Natalie Portman into Thor—it's so disrespectful to the original. mythology there's this new movie i saw in which you had thor and zeus at the same time thor is played by that guy and zeus was uh, the guy who played gladiator zeus was fat and 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 uh, irresponsible the king of the gods the truth is that thor and zeus are the same god thor is the nordic or viking version of the greek zeus which is the same as the roman jupiter and the origin of all these divinities is the indian indra it's the same god you can't say you can't pit thor versus zeus you can't put the same god against the same god it's ridiculous how they have disrespected and distorted the original mythology yes and then now they have a lady version of each each so called superhero horrific horrific i i i i've stopped watching all this nonsense really it's terrible my views on pablo escobar yeah one of the great drug smugglers but not the greatest drug smuggler of all time the greatest drug smuggler that ever uh, emerged out of colombia most likely senior pablo escobar he met uh, when he died he was killed by the by the americans the fbi if i'm not mistaken yes so the greatest uh, colombian drug smuggler but do you know who's the greatest drug smuggler of all time it is the queen of the british Queen Victoria she was the greatest drug smuggler of all time Pablo Escobar was not even 1% of what she was so yeah uh, that's what it was yeah bollywood versus tollywood so bollywood is no no i don't watch bollywood anymore at all garbage absolute utter garbage uh tollywood what is tollywood there are lots of woods these days uh collywood tollywood i don't know what else is there i think it's one of the south indian things yeah south indian uh, movie industries yeah so he, i i would so i i enjoyed what's the name of movie the the bahubali movie part i saw the part 2 i haven't seen part 1 i saw part 2 it was great i liked it uh do we have one more penalty do we have one more penalty so i definitely am not 
a big fan of Bollywood anymore. They have been fooling us for decades. For decades, they've been fooling us. And nowadays, I'm glad to see that people are realizing that. And the quality is just abysmal in Bollywood these days. Who wants to see a 70-year-old hero pretending to be a college student? Yeah, hero. So, so yeah, I, I'm happy to watch anything ap- apart from Bollywood. I don't care if it's a Telugu movie or a Tamil movie or a Kannada movie or a Bengali movie or a Tulu movie or, or, or whatever other language. Yeah, I think the South has, has taken over. And I'm really, really happy to see that. So it looks like the French have a penalty. So the French may be able to come back and this will make the match really interesting. Mbappe is about to take a penalty. Come on, boy. Yes, sir. Keep your cool. It should be 2-1. I would like to see that. Will he be able to do it? Let's see. And he does. He does it. Yes, Mbappe scores a penalty. Ah, Monsieur Macron. Monsieur Macron is watching the match. He is there in person in Qatar. And he's like punching the air. And Didier Deschamps is happy now. Didier Deschamps is the coach of France. He was the captain in 1998, the, the World Cup winning captain. And Mbappe has scored. It is 2-1, which makes the last 15-20 minutes very interesting. It's going to be fun now. I Will Argentina fall back upon defense or will they attack? That's the question. That's the question. Good fun. Yeah, this makes this World Cup final more interesting. The South is rocking these days. I'm really happy to see that. Everything was monopolized by Bollywood, by the Urdu film industry. Come on, enough of that. Enough of that. So I'm, I'm glad to see lots of great movies coming out of the South of India. Really good to see that. What was pre-Christian Europe like? What religion did they follow? They followed the old Indo-European religion, which was various different local offshoots of Vedic Hinduism. That's what it was. Multiple gods, a, a, you know, polytheism, a pantheon of gods, and also the worship of nature, the worship of ancestors, all those things. Uh, so that's what it was. And obviously, uh, they did not follow Vedic Hinduism, various local offshoots of that. And obviously, they, they, they had various local practices. And... 2-2. 2-2. Mbappe scores a second goal. It's 2-2. The French came back from 2-0 down. It's 2-2 now. Would you believe it? Ah, Monsieur Macron is incredibly happy. What an incredible comeback. How did this happen? So Argentina have messed up. They have once again let go of a 2-0 lead. Uh, in, their ma- in their match against the Dutch, they were 2-0 up and the Dutch were able to come back to 2-2. And now, they have done the same thing against France. 2-2. Good God. What is wrong about with Argentina? Breaking Bad, one of the greatest series I've seen in my life. I've, I've watched it, the whole thing. Wonderful. Incredible. Great characters, great, characters, great story. Nothing uh, boring or annoying about it. Yes. Uh, so, yes, it's one of the great series I've seen. Breaking Bad. So, um, <laughs> oh no, Messi! It looks it, now Messi's hands are no longer on the World Cup. Mbappe has scored twice in like three minutes, four minutes, whatever it is. Yes, France is back. France is back. Good for them. Uh, I have seen. Uh, I have watched Game of Thrones. 
it was really interesting the first i don't know how many seasons was it in total seven or eight the last two seasons weren't great the last season was terrible they ruined the whole story in the last season but before that it was good it's not for everybody yeah but yeah i, I really enjoyed the game of thrones the original few seasons um Argentina lost the 1990 final yes we know 2014 they lost to the Germans yes and this time they are 2-2 they, they came back i mean they were winning but they are now 2-2 so let's see if that record continues or will they be able to come out again now they have to attack <laughs> if they had thought of defending then that that is now out of the question they have to attack so let's see what happens they are attacking again the argentines and uh, let's see how that goes but one thing is for sure this has become a really interesting match now bang bang going on inception i think i saw it but i don't remember much of it i think i have to see it properly to understand it's a very i think complex story better call soul i haven't watched it so don't know don't know about uh, fight club great movie fantastic movie fight club uh brad pitt and uh, edward norton great story great movie one of the iconic movies from the 1990s uh peaky blinders i haven't watched it yet so i can't say all right mm. unknown says can one crack net in 4 months uh it depends if your basics are good if you have th- then i'm sure four months is enough to really go all out and uh, practice the strategies and tactics you know just solving lots of old exam papers or or whatever strategy you want to use so if your basics are good if your fundamentals are good then it's it's possible but if you have to learn the fundamentals and then crack an ed i think that's difficult so as long as your fundamentals are good your concepts conceptually you are good in math and science and physics and whatever else then i think it should be not very difficult to do it in 4 months all right um uh, what happens if the match is tied if the match is tied at 22 let's say it will go into extra time so two halves of 15 minutes each and if it is still tied after that it will go to a penalty shootout and then it will be decided one way or the other that's how it goes um please watch the peripherals peripherals uh haven't heard of it what it sounds like science fiction i don't know okay we'll see um what else messi gave away the second goal ah bad bad very naughty boy mm disappointing sir disappointing um raga best stand up comedian in india who's raga i am i am not aware of this in this person <laughs> have i watched dead poet society no i have not are there any other hindu god parallels with different cultures other than indra the slavs have this uh, this trinity this composite god called triglav triglav which is essentially the brahma vishnu shiva and they have the same names brahma vishnu shivoy or something like that you know the slavic peoples 
So yeah, there are lots of parallels that you see in various cultures. Um, Matrix is a is it's a great movie, wonderful movie. Matrix is a wonderful movie. I think I saw it twice or thrice in a theater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Big Bang Theory. I think I've seen a few episodes. The first season, the second season was good. Then I hear that it becomes uh, they they kind of ruined it. That's what I hear. I don't. I've not seen it. Yeah. I'm not seeing the later seasons. I think I've seen some of the episodes in the in season one, and and I think people have this belief that most theoretical physicists are like Sheldon Cooper, which is not the case. <laughs> uh, have I read Dune? Yes, I have read it. I, I've got it somewhere behind me or somewhere else. I have it somewhere. I have read Dune, the first book. Good book. It's 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 not an easy read, but it's a good book. It's one of the great great books. James Bond or Mission Impossible? I think I would go with James Bond. As a kid, I watched a lot of James Bond. You know, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, and even uh, Pierce Brosnan was good. Even Daniel Daniel Craig was good. So, uh, yeah. So, so from a personal perspective, I would say James Bond. I enjoyed that more. And now I don't know who's going to be the next James Bond, and whether they're going to ruin the character or not, which is very likely, very possible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would I would definitely say James Bond over over that other thing. Stranger Things I haven't watched it. I hear it's good. I don't know. Uh, B R Chopra Mahabharat, great, great. Even though the the costumes are like stage costumes and the special effects are very rudimentary, and yet it's the greatest version of the Mahabharata ever filmed thus far. I'm sure there are more newer versions of Mahabharat that have come on on TV. I've not watched any of those, but the one that uh, that always resonates with me is the B.R. Chopra version of Mahabharat. Yeah. Uh, Ayn Rand novels. I have read Atlas Shrugged and I have read The Fountainhead. That's like more than 20 years ago. And at one point in time, I was like very impressed with that. These days, I, I have a better, more holistic perspective of the world. The... Ayn Rand philosophy is all about selfishness, the virtue of being selfish. That if every person is selfish and they develop themselves to the fullest extent, then it's great for the world. I think it's a myopic view. Yeah. At that time, when I was, 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 a, was a student, I was really impressed with Ayn Rand and her, and her books, these two books. And there was this professor of economics that I interacted with so he was like, what do you think? He asked me once, what do you think of Ayn Rand? I was like, I'm so, it's so great and all. He was like, um, not quite the case. And I thought he's stupid. You know, when you're young, you think you know everything <laughs> and everybody else is stupid. So I was like, what is wrong with this guy? Such a wonderful philosophy, ideology, whatever. Now I, I am with him today. So if I meet him today, I would say, yes, you're right. So yeah. But it's something that's definitely worth a read. Definitely worth, definitely worth a read. Uh, the characters are unlikable. Howard Rourke is an unlikable character, actually. It's These are just, you know, mediums for expounding a certain philosophy or ideology. But definitely worth a read. It's something that is worth reading, I would say. And you may learn something from that or, or get, a, get a certain perspective on life. But yeah, it's a, today I'm not the biggest fan of that. Do I think there are extraterrestrials on Mount Kailash? Well, I don't know. 
I, I don't know. How how will I know? I haven't been there. I've seen some videos on in which there appears to be some uh, activity there that cannot quite be explained. So, so possible, but I don't know. Do I think? I'm not sure. So I so I can't answer yes or no. I don't know. <clears throat> That's the only answer <clears throat> that I can give. How to deal with mentally colonized people? Okay, there are eight extra minutes of injury time. Okay, we'll go back to that. How do you deal with mentally colonized people? You don't deal with them. You don't try to change their opinion. You don't try to argue with them. Once you realize somebody is mentally colonized, you will say good luck to them. You go away with your life. If you do change your mind at some point in time, it's up to you. It's not your responsibility to change everyone's mind. One thing I've learned in life is don't argue with people. If somebody has a different opinion, you say, okay, good luck. I respect your opinion. You have the right to have a different opinion. And that's it. I'm not going to attempt to change your opinion. Yeah. So there are people I see, I mean, I see comments every day that uh, that contradict me, that say that I am wrong, I am stupid, I am foolish, you are wrong, you are this. You don't argue with these people. It's fine. You have a different opinion. I respect that. So this channel is not for everybody, obviously. It's not for people who, it's it's for, see, even, even I have been mentally colonized. Before 2016, I used to believe in the Aryan invasion theory. I used to believe it. And I used to get really annoyed with people who put forth a different opinion. I said that, why do you have to challenge everything? So I myself was like that. It's only when I went down to brass tacks and I looked at the primary evidence, instead of reading books, I went and looked at the actual research. That's when I realized that they are, this is actually true, that the RN invasion theory is completely false. So I thankfully, I believe I have an open mind. I am open to changing my mind when I find new evidence and new data that shows me a different perspective. So it's about having an open mind. So if you find a mentally colonized person who is willing to engage in a constructive interaction, debate, whatever, and who is open-minded and who is capable of constructive thinking, then you can engage them in conversation, dialogue, debate, whatever you want to call it. But there will be people who will just argue for the sake of arguing. They will not even listen to facts, data. Even if you show them all the facts, they will say you're wrong. And they will argue on the basis of opinions and all that, and emotions. So see, the so you don't deal with such people. You don't argue with them. It's a waste of energy and time to argue with people, with most people. I would say with 99% of people, it's a waste of time to argue with them. You know, especially when they come with this attitude and and then this this dogmatic, uh, you know, system belief system. So the main thing is you you don't deal with them. <laughs> you don't argue with them. Don't 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 waste your time arguing with people. Uh, Asterix versus Tintin. Tintin. I think both were fun. Whoa. The French almost scored, but the goalkeeper saved Argentina. Wow. That was close. Boom. All right. Great. So it's still 2-2. Uh, Asterix versus Tintin. Uh, I think Tintin was a Belgian comic. Goscinny and Uderzo were the creators of Tintin. I really enjoyed Tintin as a kid. As I grew older, I realized that there is uh, there are elements of Belgian colon colonialism 
attitudes and all that in tintin later some of the books some of the tintin comics were you know kind of edited to to take that out especially tintin in congo for instance uh, for Be- belgium has a horrific colonial record in in the congo region for for instance if you don't know yeah so so otherwise you know tintin was fun as a kid for me to read and in some cases it was actually good for instance there is this uh, this one episode or, or one book you know tintin book i think it's the castafiore emerald if i'm not mistaken in which is it the castafiore emerald or is it the calculus affair i'm not sure which one it is but uh, in which they have portrayed romanis as good people actually and they they've kind of uh, called out the anti romani racism that the europeans have so that's also something that i noticed uh so overall i really enjoyed tintin as a kid asterix was fun asterix is a french comic it's it's from the roman times asterix the gaul and obelix his great partner the names are really funny the the, the gaulish names and the gothic names and the roman names <laughs> there is this guy called vital statistics there is this the dog's name is dogmatics <laughs> really funny and i i read the original uh, the original uh, comics in in french as a kid so it was fun it was fun to read and it, it's always portraying the gauls the french as the underdogs against the roman imperialists it's it's fun to read uh, the the great fight in caesar's gift so yeah these are two comic book series that i really enjoyed as a kid did i read anything else i think i read lucky luke i don't think anyone knows about lucky luke in india so that's something i read i also read rip kirby from i don't know it's very old there are some comic books that i read it was fun fun to watch yeah a uh, fun to read sorry um favorite cricket match there have been many cricket matches the favorite series were the last two series in australia when we when india defeated australia in australia twice in a row there was fun to fun to watch uh from the older series i think wow messi nearly scored monsieur loris good job the goalkeeper um the 2001 series against australia in which india came back from 1-0 down and a follow on down and we defeated australia 2-1 in a three match series it was all turned around with the help of dravid and lakshman that enormous partnership lakshman scored 281 it kind of broke the mental colonization shackles of indians the inferiority complex under the leadership of the great saurav ganguly so that's one of the favorite uh, series favorite matches uh, the world cup matches against pakistan the 92 one i watched it was good to watch i think i watched some of it i was not allowed to watch the whole of it but yeah india defeated pakistan in that i i think i watched the last part i was supposed to study uh i remember shrinath yort miandad the ball was so fast this before the bat comes down the ball was into the stumps it was fun to watch that yeah so there are lots of matches i can talk about very good matches uh the hero cup 1992 hero cup uh, final against the west indies anil kumble took 6 for 12 and many more recent matches the 2007 uh, t20 world cup final the semi final also the match against england the 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 misbahulak incident the scoop shot that he tried to play against joginder sharma it was his last international match but in his last ball in inter- international cricket but he got the most important wicket you know and so on there are many many great matches the 2011 world cup final dhoni's six that sealed the deal for 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 india 
So many more. Castafiore Emerald. Yes, sir. De Barun. So you read it, huh? <laughs> good, good. Argentina. You gonna do it? Not gonna do it. I think it's time for extra time now. That's it. Here we are. It's 2-2 at the end of full time. Dal chawal, dal roti. It's it's a personal choice. You get protein from dal and chawal roti is your carbohydrate. So it's a full meal. Yeah. And hopefully you will add some vegetable ingredients to your dal. Like, you know, tomatoes and, uh, and onion and garlic and ginger and coriander, maybe pollock in the dal. <laughs> so that'll make, that'll give you a full meal. It's, it's a personal choice whether you want to eat dal chawal or dal roti or maybe both. Why not? Roti chawal, both are good sources of carbohydrates. A good source of good sources of energy. Uh, all right, all right. So we are at the end of full time. It's 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 a stalemate two two. So we're gonna have extra time. So we'll see. Good match, good match. It's it's going better than we expected. Yeah. Uh, Xiong Jina <laughs> uh, says, "Do you think George R R Martin will ever release the Winds of Winter? Uh, the guy takes his time." So we don't know. If he does, great. Yeah. Okay, I seem to have missed a you know, I if I speak for 17 hours, I will I will remember everything and I will not miss anything. Uh, Murli Dharan, yeah. Yeah. Murli Dharan was a wonderful, incredible bowler. He, you know, Mutya Murli Dharan was actually a leg spinner. You know what's leg spin? Leg spin is when you do this, this. Murli Theran was a leg spinner, but he used to do the wrist spin action, but the reverse wrist spin action because he has this he had this incredible flexibility in his wrist and some uh, some bone defect in his arm, which gave him this uh, this uh, permanent bend in his arm. So because of that structural uniqueness of his arm, he was able to bowl that way, and he used to bowl these leg spinners, but they used to come out as off spinners. And he had this huge turn. And obviously, he's the great highest wicket taker in Test Match Cricket. I think 800 wickets. Yeah. So yes, Morley is, I think he's an Indian citizen. Is he a Sri Lankan citizen? I'm not sure. Maybe dual citizen if it's allowed in some cases. I think he lives in Chennai. So uh, yeah, Morley is one of the, maybe, maybe the greatest bowler of all time. At least if you talk about spin bowlers, I would say there are two great spin bowlers. The Two greatest are Morley and Shane Warne. I really enjoyed Shane Warne, watching Shane Warne more. Because I, at, at one point in time, I myself was a leg spinner as a kid. Before I grew taller, taller I was a leg spinner. So, yeah. So, Morley and Shane Warne both have the same wrist spinning action. But, yeah. So, uh, Dhyanchan Hoki, of, of course, one of the greatest players of all time. Sean Pollock is he's, he's okay. He's, he's okay. He's definitely one of the great all-rounders. Jacques Callis, I would say, is a greater all-rounder than Sean Pollock. Maybe Ravindra Jadeja is a greater all-rounder than... Maybe Ashwin, not maybe, 100% Ashwin is greater than Sean Pollock as an all-rounder. Ashwin is greater than Vasim Akram as an all-rounder. Ashwin, Ashwin, if you look at his record as an all-rounder in Test Match Cricket, it is greater than that of Imran Khan, the former Prime Minister of Pakistan. Yeah? So, yeah, that's the deal. Uh, Sachin Tendulkar, the batsman, yeah. Yes, great batsman. Great record. Statistically, the greatest ever. For sure. I can give you 500 more names. Bishan Singh Bedi, 
ಏರಾಪಲ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ಭಗವತ್ ಚಂದ್ರಶೇಖರ್ ವೆಂಕಟಪತಿ ರಾಜು ಇಫ್ ಯು ರಿಮೆಂಬರ್ ದ ಗಾಯ್ ಅನಿಲ್ ಕುಂಬ್ಲೆ ಲೈಕ್ ಸ್ಪೋಕನ್ ಆಫ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ಜಹೀರ್ ಖಾನ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಲೆಫ್ಟ್ ಆರ್ಮ್ ಪೇಸ್ ಬೌಲರ್ ಜವಗಲ್ ಶ್ರೀನಾಥ್ ಕಮಾನ್ ಯು ನಾಟ್ ಟಾಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಅದರ್ ಕಂಟ್ರೀಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಡೇಲ್ ಸ್ಟೇನ್ ಡೇಲ್ ಸ್ಟೇನ್ ವಾಸ್ ಅ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಬೌ ಹಿ ರೀಸೆಂಟ್ಲಿ ರಿಟೈರ್ಡ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಬೌಲರ್ ವಾಟ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಮಾರ್ನೆ ಮೋರ್ಕೆಲ್ ಮಾಲ್ಕಮ್ ಮಾರ್ಷಲ್ ಜೋಯಲ್ ಗಾರ್ನರ್ Dennis Lille I can give you 500 more names I've not mi- and if I don't give a certain name you'll say I've missed it come on it's not like that it doesn't work like that yeah um have I heard interstellar's theme song I obviously have heard it it's beautiful I'm a huge music fan I've been a kind of an amateur musician in the past I'm no longer one I've not picked up the guitar in years I still have it somewhere I think it needs a new set of strings no time yeah but yes yeah, yeah huge huge fan of music i love music i i love weird music i mean you would call it weird music very i have a very eclectic t- taste in music and in literature in in almost everything for instance i i really like the music of mali western africa western africa is actually the 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 birthplace of the blues blues music no so artists like ali farka ture view farka ture tumani diabate uh, fatumata diawara when I mean, you may not have heard of any of these people but their music is wonderful i like the music of ethiopia ethio jazz jazz music from ethiopia you should try it out go to youtube and search for ethio jazz e t h i o ethio jazz wonderful very interesting music that comes out of africa i even like the music that comes from somalia that sounds kind of indian you know you can see there's a there is an undercurrent of indian influence in the music of somalia the overcurrent if you were to call it that is is arabic but the undercurrent is indian there's a much deeper layer of indian influence in somali music in in eastern african music in the music of kenya kenya has good music i think every every culture has a wonderful music musical tradition sometimes it may take some time to get used to it you know if you've never heard it before but you 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 listen to it a few times it is it's interesting so i look for music from all kinds of places i listen to a lot of celtic folk music celtic harp and uh, you know other instruments as well and like you say uh, interstellar's theme song wonderful wonderful i really like it views on harry potter <laughs> harry potter is casteist it's got a four level caste system gryffindor slytherin ravenclaw hufflepuff what is what 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 is that if not a caste system and they even have the outcasts the the elves right and they have this this uh, this uh, what blood traitors and uh, mud bloods what did what did she do jk rowling um i think i i've read all the books actually i have read all of them uh they're not they're not bad they're actually quite interesting i, w- I would not sp- spend the time and read seven books i did that more than 10 years ago but i did read all the books they were good books but over time you kind of see the undercurrents where where does where does all this come from 
so it's interesting that jk rowling created and created a four four level caste system in in her in her mythology in her book you know interesting but yeah it was it was it was uh, fun to read more than watch even the movies were were okay i guess even i i've seen the movies too i'm sure this is a good question is kachi spoken in balochistan i'm not sure but it's possible because kachi is right next to balochistan uh, kachi is next to sindh and sindh is next to balochistan there was a time when balochi was the primary language in karachi karachi yeah not sindhi balochi was once the primary language in karachi uh, so sindh kachi balochistan are are you know more or less neighboring regions of india temporarily pakistan we know that okay no need to remind me but yeah you know what i mean yes so yeah it's a good question but i don't have any sources in balochistan today i don't know how it is today you know there's been a lot of social engineering and ethnic cleansing in pakistan after 1947 so i'm not sure what the situation is now but balochistan historically i'm sure kachi would have been spoken in the past or there yeah <clears throat> What's the most interesting thing about quantum mechanics? The most interesting thing about quantum mechanics is that we don't quite understand what it's trying to tell us. There are various interpretations of quantum mechanics, yeah, and uh, they don't agree with each other. And there is something hidden. We don't quite know what it is, and th- that's a big mystery. We don't quite understand what causes collapse, the, the the collapse of the wave function. We don't know the role that consciousness may or may not play in this. Uh, does it lead to parallel universes the many worlds interpretation which is a very serious and highly regarded except, uh, uh, interpretation of quantum mechanics lots of physicists actually uh, are on the side of the many worlds interpretation what exactly is ent- entanglement how does it work there are lots of mysteries it's so mysterious and it's the f- it's where our our world universe comes from everything all of this is quantum mechanical yeah quantum mechanics is at, at at the heart of everything in the world and we don't understand it there is something there is more than something that we don't quite understand we know how to use the equations we know how to calculate things we know how to use quantum mechanics as the basis of various technologies this broadcast this telecast would not be happening without quantum without technology technologies that are based in quantum mechanics yeah and yet we don't we know how to use it but we don't know what it's telling us you know So yeah th- that's what makes it so interesting so fascinating right how do i rate sigur ross sigur ross is a nordic band alternative rock or something um there are elements of folk also to it if i'm not mistaken i i do remember listening to their music at some point in time So yeah I, it doesn't it's not quite ringing a bell bell exactly what the genre of music is I do remember that I kind of liked it yeah but I haven't really gone deep into the music so yeah I'm I'm definitely aware of it <clears throat> Right uh monsieur Mbappe is kind of injured on the ground on the on the ground yes he's awaiting some treatment you eat kachi dabeli i must have eaten it in the past but uh, not a regular eater it's been many years since i may have tasted it yeah but i have certainly eaten e- eaten i have eaten it yes i have eaten it django unchained i think i watched the movie uh it was a good reasonably good movie um 
Yeah, so I, I have watched it. I was it Quentin Tarantino. I like Tarantino's movies. Very, very interesting movies. Very stylistic, and obviously there is a, he he has he creates his alternative history stories and all that. And some of the movies are kind of ridiculous at times, but always fun to watch. Always fun to watch. Uh, Argentina, you gonna do something? Nah. Okay. So yeah, Django Unchained, I have watched. Uh, no, 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 no. That is that is wrong grammar. It is eated. Eated. I have not eated. Please, 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 please. I, I, my grammar is perfect. The correct term is eated. You know how do you say that I want to make a balloon bigger? You say I am going to embiggen it. I'm going to bigify, bigify it. So I'm, I've got this balloon. It's it's medium size. I want to make it larger. I will say I will bigify, embiggen the balloon. And when you when the past tense of eating of eat is eated, not eaten. <laughs> uh, what was the origin of Ahura Mazda, India? So um, so um, Ahura Mazda is the the primary god in Zoroastrianism, right? Obviously, we know that. Uh, Zoroastrianism, by the way, is a polytheistic religion. It's not a monotheistic religion. Everybody tells, you know, most uh, historians will tell you this. Most of your history teachers will tell you this. And most people believe this. That Zoroastrianism is the original monotheistic religion. Nothing could be further from the truth. Zoroastrianism is a polytheistic religion. They have multiple levels of divinities. All right? Uh, now, what is the origin of Ahura Mazda? Well, you could consider Zoroastrianism to be a kind of revisionist version of Hinduism. Yeah, it it all originates with with Zarathustra. Zarathustra was born, I believe, in Bahalik, Balkh, which was then a part of India. It was part of Bahali. Balkh is currently a part of Afghanistan, which historically, in the old days, was part of India until very until just the past millennium or so. So Zoroaster, Zarathustra, was born Indian. And he was born obviously a Hindu because there was before him there was no other religion or no other, there was only Hinduism. So whatever he came up with emerged out of the cultural milieu that he was raised in. And if you look at Zoroastrianism, it's merely an inversion of Hinduism. So the Devas are portrayed as bad guys and the Asuras are portrayed as good guys. In, in, in what we call Hinduism, the Devas are the good guys and the Asuras have some somewhat negative connotations. Yeah, So the Zoroastrianism is, has essentially inverted that. That's more or less it. And Ahura Mazda is the primary divinity. So, so all of this originates out of Hinduism. Most of the Ahura, most of the Zoroastrian rituals, rites, traditions, practices, and, and philosophy, most of it is, is, is rooted in the old Vedic religion of India. Okay, nothing else has happened thus far. The French have received a corner, a corner. So let's see what they will do from that. Okay, Jong Jina says, What made Ataturk, Mustafa Kemal Ataturk, a great leader? How does he compare to someone like Deng Xiaoping? Well, Deng Xiaoping, for, for one, for, for, for starters, was never a soldier. Deng Xiaoping was an administrator. He was a politician. Mustafa Kemal Ataturk was primarily a soldier, a war fighter. He was a leader of men in battle. He faced bullets. He had bullets fly past him. I'm sure he was injured on, on occasion. 
he saw everything you can ever possibly witness on a field of battle he faced death on a routine basis yeah and he and he won he succeeded and he put his life and everything on the line in the turkish war of independence yeah in the 19 early 1920s he stood up to the european powers he stood up to the ottoman sultan and def- he defeated them all and he won independence for turkey for, for turkey so just one guy did this through his strength of character strength of personality and strength of leadership so he was a soldier he was a warrior he was a leader general whatever you want to call him yeah and then once he took off his uniform after the turkish war of independence he never wore the uniform again and then he was the leader of the country administrator yeah so he essentially played two roles in his lifetime one was that of a soldier and second that of the leader of his nation the father of his nation so that's what made ataturk a great leader was he a brutal guy he was a dictator he ensured that he was a dictator he ensured that all his opposition was crushed that's what you got to do and that's what it did and he obviously dragged turkey forcibly out of the 19th century and into the modernity of the 20th century he created turkey as as a modern progressive science you know scientific oriented all that progress oriented nation a secular nation a secular nation but he was not able to turn it into a democracy maybe he did not want that so if you look at the history of turkey after ataturk's death i think it was in 1938 that he died after that it's always been mostly army rule yeah nowadays we have a quasi democratic process or whatever but that's how it is so ataturk just one man dragged turkey out of the middle ages and into the 20th century and one man gave freedom to turkey just one man obviously people fought under him and they followed orders but it was this one guy without whom nothing would have happened even winston churchill's plan in uh, 1915 was it of of uh, invading turkey uh the 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 gallipoli invasion that was foiled only by one man he went against the orders of his superiors and he he took certain decisions that he was not allowed to he was not supposed to and that's why that's what saved turkey from the british and that's what caused this terrible humiliation to winston churchill so that is what made ataturk great then shopek was not a fighter he was not a soldier he was a politician what he did is that he brought china out of the uh, um, he out of the um, days of mao zedong and he brought in progress and modernity and capitalism he essentially tried to recreate what uh, lee kuan yew had done in the city state of singapore now it's very easy to reform a city state in 20 years you know and that's what lee kuan yew you did within a generation he took singapore out of third world status in he made it uh, a, a first world nation a first world city state a modern city state in just a, a, barely a generation that's what lee kuan yew did then shopping tried to do that for china an enormous nation yeah the same thing and he what china is today is largely because of the process that deng shopping set in motion so you can't quite compare lee kuan yew to deng shopping to ataturk ataturk had a smaller nation but it was still the it was it still bore the legacy of the ottoman empire and he was able to turn it into a, a success a reasonably successful 20th century modern nation state and it would not have been possible without ataturk so 
three different people and they have different legacies. Today, I think they're trying to erase the legacy of Ataturk in Turkey because he essentially tried to secularize Turkey. He 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 changed the the holiday from Friday to Sunday. He banned the Islamic veil and the burqa and all that for women. Uh, he brought in a uniform civil code in Turkey, and and lots of these reforms that uh, are now they are trying to undo today. So um, there is in in certain sections I believe of Turkish society there is some kind of dislike or maybe even hatred for Mustafa Kemal Atatürk, but they would not be enjoying the quality of life and whatever they have today had he not done the things that he did. Yeah, so th that's the deal. That is the deal. Okay. So it's still 2-2. We're almost at the end of extra time. And the Argentines almost scored. They did not get a corner. They wanted a corner. <laughs> so that is ongoing. Uh, why is Timur not praised like Genghis Khan? Both were steppe conquerors. Well, please study history, then you will understand. Timur was a genocidal barbarian. He conquered for the sake of conquering and the, for the sake of killing and the, for the sake of plunder. Genghis Khan conquered for very different reasons. So I'm not going to see, I'm not going to go into the details now, but uh, Timur was a brutal, monstrous, bloodthirsty, genocidal barbarian. Chinggis Khan was not. They say that Chinggis Khan caused the deaths of I don't know how many million people. Uh, I would like to see the primary sources on which that these, these figures are based. They say that Chinggis Khan killed, uh, let's say, 30 million people or something. Yeah. Um, if you see, even if we were to take that as, as a fact, let's say that is correct, that maybe he killed, let's say, 30 million people. Have you seen the amount of territory in square kilometers that he conquered? If you take the number of deaths divided by divided by the, the territory, then you will come to a figure of how many people died during the conquest of the conquests of Genghis Khan per square kilometer. I promise you, it's going to be less than the number of people per square kilometer who died in the US invasion of Iraq, in the Second World War, in the Bangladesh War, which Pakistan uh, created, yeah, the genocide they did, and many other wars. I can guarantee that the per square kilometer death, death death toll in the conquest of Genghis Khan was lower than all these modern campaigns. So it's just you know it's just a Eurocentric perspective of, of demonizing a non-Abrahamic conqueror. Okay, the Timur is an Abrahamic uh, Abrahamic warlord. He was an Abrahamic warlord. Um, so yeah. Timur was a brutal barbarian, and I, you can never forgive him for what he did in, in Iran, in Persia, and in India. Even the Persians hate him. The Persians despise Timur. There must be a reason for that. Yeah? He was a brutal barbarian, brute, monster. And he killed 100,000 innocent men, women, and children in one day in Delhi. Yeah? So let's not equate apples with oranges. And you know, if you say I'm biased because, he, because Chinggis Khan did not hurt India, well, I'm biased. Deal with it. I'm going to see it from my perspective. That's how it is. All right. Let's see what other 
yeah, some questions are being repeated. <laughs> so I will not take those. Why does why isn't Putin using nukes? It'll be fun. Uh, I am I expect you're 12 or 13 years old, which is why you have asked this question. Right? <laughs> uh, so we are still at 2-2 in the final. Will Argentina or France prevail? Thus far, it's still a tie. Advaita um, Vedanta. It's a very, very, very complex topic. So, yeah. Uh, I was about to click on something else and <laughs> I got a different question. Saurabh says Akshay Kumar is going to play the role of Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj, my opinion. Look, Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj, when he started his career as a great leader, as one of the greatest kings and leaders India has ever seen, he was not a 50-year-old man. What is Akshay Kumar's age? He's clearly above 50. Why can't they find a younger actor to portray the young Shivaji Maharaj? I don't understand these things, you know. That's 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 the criticism everybody has. That why do they, ha- they have to? Why can't they discover young talent? If you look at the West, they keep on unearthing new talent. Whenever there's a new series that comes up, they find new actors and actresses to portray the roles. They actually have screen tests and all that. In the case of Bollywood, it's the same old, same old every time, all the time. It's tiresome to see the same faces. I do not want to see the same old tired face playing, portraying the role of the great leader, the great warrior, the great king, Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj. So I am going to give it a miss. I'm not watching the series or movie or whatever it is that's coming out. I I would like somebody else to do it. Why can't the Marathi film industry do it? Their own version of the life and career of the great Chhatrapati, Shivaji Maharaj. Maybe a 10-part series, one one hour per episode. Why not that way? Why do we need a Bollywood actor to portray the great man? I don't understand. No goal. Still 2-2. Okay. It's it's still going on. I think Argentina have scored. I think Argentina have scored. Is it the case? Is it the case? I think it is. Yeah, baby. Argentina has scored. It's 3-2. I'm waiting for the confirmation on the scorecard. It still says 2-2 on the scorecard. But uh, the ball certainly crossed the line. It went inside the net. And Monsieur Griezmann is sitting very pensively. He's not very happy. Uh, let us see. It is still saying 2-2. But I look, I think that the ball went into the net. Let us see. Let us see. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm watching the replay. It's not offside for sure. And the ball is parried. And yes, it's it's a goal. It's 3-2. It's it's definitely 3-2. Uh, Suhani says it's 3-2. I agree. Ah, now it says 3-2 on the scorecard. So it looks like Argentina may once again have the upper hand. Yes, it looks like there's still... How many minutes to go? I think 10 minutes to go, roughly. So still 10 minutes. The, the French still have some time 
in which they can make a comeback. We shall see. Uh, what exactly is longboarding? Longboarding is a sport, I think. Let me just go do a Google search. Am I? Oh, you mean? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Longboarding. Uh, I am familiar with the with the shorter uh, skateboard. Longboarding is a, is a longer version of that. Yeah. So I've never done that. I've done um, briefly. I've done briefly ice skating. It's it's not hard. Uh, you know, the professional ice skaters they use these these thin blades steel blades or, or whatever metal it is uh, as, as, a, as a beginner you're given a thicker blade you know a pl thicker plastic blade so i think the first time i tried it it, it took me about 15 20 minutes to get, to get the hang of it you know you fall and stumble a few times you should wear a jeans or something <laughs> it's quite cold and then you slice you, you you get the bearings you get the balance and all so i have done ice skating a few times as a kid a long 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 time ago it was fun Okay, this question I've got a million times. Best books on Maurya Rajput Maratha Empire. Maurya Rajput Maratha Empire. Uh, most of the knowledge I have acquired about the Mauryas, about the Rajputs, etc. is, is been through, uh, not through books, through research articles, journal articles, all that. Uh, uh, there are very few books written about Rajputs. Uh, I, I'm sure there's a, there's this book about uh, the great king Prithviraj Chauhan, authored by Virendra Singh Rathore. I think he, no, I don't think I know that he he has been on my podcast a couple of times. So that's one. But uh, as such, our wonderful historians have not written much about the Rajputs. Uh, there are books about the Marathas, but I haven't read those. I I. I am not that. Uh, I have not studied Maratha history in that that much depth. Actually, you know, that's something I need to rectify in the future. I will read more about it, and uh, so that's the case. So, to answer your question, I don't have recommendations. I don't actually have recommendations. Uh, uh, like I said, our historians have not really paid much attention to the history of the Rajputs, and. Uh, if for for the for the Mauryans, I think you can read the books of R.C. Majumdar, etc. Because no new research has been done in the past century, no new archaeological work has been done in the, in the roughly in roughly the past century that brings new facts to light about the Mauryans. So whatever was written now 70, 80 years ago, it's still it's still valid. So maybe you should read the books of R.C. Majumdar, descended of Rigvedic clans. Says recently. Some Soma evidence was found in Indus Valley civilization, 4,500 BC years old. Spoked wheel was also found. Uh, yeah, that's good. The Soma evidence is the interpretation of the bull or some animal is Soma. Is Soma. That's what it was. Uh, so yeah, I, I still haven't uh, studied that in detail, what new uh, evidence seems to have been found. Spoked wheels, I would not be surprised if they find more evidence of spoked wheels and all that. So yeah, uh, as and when new evidence comes out, new facts come out, we will, I will certainly study it. And if, if, if it is something significant, I will certainly speak about it over here. But I'm aware of, of this, yeah. Um, once again, questions about chess. I already answered the same question a bit earlier about chess. 
my views on kundalini yoga i don't know much about kundalini yoga i have never uh, done it myself practice it myself i am myself not even very clear about what kundalini is it's it's, it's a form of energy it is said and all uh, uh rila hota spoke about it uh, briefly kundalini but not in great depth because we did not go into that, that was not the subject of the discussion so yeah so yeah so, so i'm not a very much of an expert or, or even slightly of an expert about this okay first chakra views on vikings you mean the series or the people the people are the old nordic people uh, the ancestors of today's the other people of 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 uh, modern day sweden denmark and norway not finland sweden denmark norway their ancestors were the vikings there were these uh, the polytheistic europeans uh, they followed the old uh, indo european religion culture whatever yeah they had this this polytheistic pantheon of gods the primary most uh, powerful god was thor which is the nordic version of the god indra and the st- story of indra and thor is the same yeah more or less the same uh, thunder god hammer god who defeats a great sea serpent in the case of indra it is vritra in the case of thor it is jormungandr great sea serpent and so on so yeah uh, they were conquerors they were they were looters pillagers they they launched wave after wave of expedition on 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 europe expeditions on europe uh, primarily england uh, northern england and also france um uh, they conquered england lots of people in northern england they have viking ancestry nordic ancestry they conquered france the french king offered a big chunk of france to the leader of, of the vikings rollo rollo the viking and rollo became the first duke of normandy and his great great grandson was william who was called guillaume the bastard they, they called him william the bastard because his, his his father was not married to his mother yeah he was an illegitimate son but he went on to become william the conqueror who conquered england the last king the last invader to successfully conquer england in the year 1066 and so yeah all that yeah so that's briefly about the vikings yeah okay penalty do we have penalty that would be fun ah we may have a penalty somebody's elbow we have a penalty france has got a penalty would you believe it twists and turns <laughs> godfather movies vito corleone al pacino yes i have watched the godfather movies part 1 and part 2 was wonderful part 3 eh, not so good part 2 maybe the greatest godfather movie of them all you know al pacino's coming of age uh, the the uh, the coming of age is actually in part 1 part 2 is more about the back story of the original godfather um and so on So yeah, great movies, great movies. Certainly something you can watch repeatedly. Like not every day, but you know, once a couple of years, it's always good to watch it. Okay, Mbappe is going to take the penalty. Let us see what happens. Is he going to score? My goodness. What a match. What a match. Monsieur Kylian Mbappe. Is it going to be 3-3? let us see here we go here we go it is 3-3 it is 
Wonderful, wonderful. Goal. Anisha says 3-3. Wonderful. <laughs> so this looks like a classic, one of the classic World Cup final matches. Uh, did Castro really survive 600 attempts, assassination attempts? I think there is a little bit of uh, mythology that's been built around him. I'm sure he must have survived lots of assassination attempts. After all, the Americans wanted him dead. So it is possible. I'm not sure what the exact number is. But yes, he did survive many assassination attempts. Uh, favorite self-help book? I can't think of any. I don't really read self-help books. I've tried reading some, but it's... Uh, it's 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 nearly never really appealed to me. Okay, do we have some other interesting questions? Looks like I'm very tired. Do I look extremely tired? Have I been lifting weights, running a marathon? <laughs> no, no, I'm 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 good. I'm good. I'm good. Naruto series. I have not watched Naruto. I hear the kids love it. I have not watched Naruto, but it it seems to be very popular. Uh, anime, right? And there are like two, three different iterations or versions of Naruto. And uh, I'm told there is some, there are some filler episodes and some episodes that are kind of boring and all that. And there is a fox with nine tails or something. And there is this great Indian guru who gives knowledge to Naruto. You know? Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard it's, it's, it's fun, but I've never watched it. Uh, where is it? I was clicking on something else and something else came up. Here we are. The Dictator. Are you referring to the movie? It's one of the great movies. Uh, one of the greatest movie speeches of all time. Charlie Chaplin. And yeah, France are saved. The 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 great... Oh, you are referring to the Sasha Baron Cohen movie? The Dictator? That's also a fun movie, but not as great as the original Charlie Chaplin movie. The Charlie Chaplin movie was wonderful. Show... Naruto and Naruto Shippuden is the best movie music ever. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Shawshank Redemption is, yeah, it's a great movie. It's a very long movie, but I think it's worth it. If you have the patience to watch a three-hour plus movie, I think it's three-hour plus, if I'm not mistaken once again. I watched it a long time ago. It's, it's, a, it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Should India replace its capital city? Delhi is polluted and congested. Maybe it's not a bad idea. You know, there are many people. There are many people who say that Delhi is cursed. It's got bad luck. It's had so many terrible events. The 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 massacre at the hands of Timur the barbarian. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what happened to Hemachandra Vikramaditya? People say it's been cursed since the days of Indraprastha. You know. It's, it's brought with it bad luck, a lot of bad luck. Uh, people say, uh, if you look at the track record of various capitals, then uh, then Peshawar and Mathura were great capitals. Uh, during the time, during the time uh, of the Kushan Empire, uh, uh, Kanishka the Great, mm -hmm. our great emperor, had two capitals, two main capitals. The western capital was Peshawar, Purushpur, it was called at the time, or Pushklavati, and the eastern capital was Mathura. So those two were good capitals. Maybe we should bring Peshawar back as the capital of India, but it's too far to the, to the west of India, isn't it? I mean, temporarily part of Pakistan, but you know what we mean there. Or maybe Patliputra was a great capital. It was the capital of the Mauryans. It was the capital of the Shunga Empire. It was the capital of the Gupta Empire as well. 
So maybe we should bring Patliputra back as capital. It's now called Patnam. So maybe we should rename it to the original name Patliputra. Um, or maybe we should create a whole new capital somewhere more centrally located, perhaps. Um, so yeah, maybe it's not a bad idea to get ourselves the new capital because Delhi is definitely congested. There's a lot of pollution, especially in winter because of what happens in neighboring states. This double burning, they call it. Yeah. So maybe it's it's not it's not a bad idea. Maybe. Right. So it's still three three, and we are about to maybe enter a penalty shootout. Maybe Ujjain was a great capital for some some from some period of time in India. Ujjain was the city of the Indian meridian. Oopsie baby. Oopsie 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 oopsie. Argentina is trying for sure. And yeah. Okay. Nada Nashi says CIA director praises our PM over Russia. I am confused. See, if you pay attention to people's words, you will always be confused. That's why I keep repeating. I don't know how many times I must have repeated myself. Don't pay attention to people's words. Just look at their actions. If you will pay attention to words, you will be confused throughout your life. And that's what I'm seeing here. It doesn't matter what the CIA director said. Oh man, how did France miss that? They had a golden opportunity. Only the goalkeeper to beat. Man. <laughs> ale, ale, Messi, ale. Now Argentina is in the box. And they don't score. <laughs> uh, so yeah, see, listen, please stop paying attention to people's words. Some people are easy to flatter. Some people love flattery. It is very easy to mislead them with words. So yeah, the, the, the Americans know that historically Indians have been very easy to mislead and fool. Say nice words, give some nice treatment, but don't give anything of substance. That worked with people like the great magnificent Mr. Nehru and all that. But it won't work today. It will not work today. Let them praise matters not. So words don't matter. Please stop being confused. Yeah. Three time zones for India is what Project Heisenberg asks. I think it's not a bad idea. Uh, I think even during the British times, Chennai, which was then called Madras, had a different time zone than Mumbai. Good God, Mbappe. Now, Chennai was about 30 minutes ahead of Mumbai during British times, if I'm not mistaken. yeah. And India is such a vast geographical region. If you are in, let's say, Manipur or, or Nagaland or whatever, in the far east of India, the sun rises before 5 a.m. Why should it be that way? So I think Eastern India and Western India should be in different time zones. Maybe three time zones make sense for India. And I don't think it will cause a lot of confusion. Even the Chinese have a single time zone, which makes no sense whatsoever. But that's how it is. All right. It's full time, even after extra time. 3-3. Three, three. What a match. We are going into a penalty shootout. All right. All the best, both teams. So the Argentines succeeded in once again allowing the opposition to, to wipe out a 2-0 advantage. But yeah, they are still holding firm at 3-3. I have not watched Get Out. I'm not even aware of the movie. Uh, <clears throat> how to develop a good work ethic. You have to 
focus on routine routine is boring especially for cre- people who are creative but you need a routine so uh, it's something you develop over time it's like a muscle you know you need some mental strength some determination some will power but also you need to have a set routine if you develop a set routine which is going to give you the the right kind of output then that will help you develop a good work ethic yeah it's not about motivation it's about creating a system motivation will bring you nowhere motivation is for emotional people people who are driven by mood and moods and emotions you can watch a motivational video it will give you a high for 30 minutes or 1 hour and then you go back to the ground state and then what so success is not about motivation success is about creating the right system that will give you the right work ethic yeah so you need to have a system in which you wake up at a certain time you eat a certain kind of food at a certain time and so and so time to so and so time you do a certain kind of activity and so on if you stick to that you will automatically have a good et- work ethic yeah and obviously the work that you are doing should be something that interests you and something that you enjoy sometimes it it can even be something that you don't enjoy but you have to do but in in that case even in that case if you have a right if if you have the right system then that will give you a good work ethic discipline comes from having the right system and following the right system all right okay will elon musk succeed in colonizing colonizing mars our uh, time will tell us he already has the technology yeah uh, he has built the the the, the starship rocket uh, it's not been tested fully yet it's not gone gone into earth orbit or moon orbit or something it's the rocket that is supposed to take him uh, take people take humans to moon to the moon so it's being tested you know they are constantly testing their systems their rockets their engines and all that so that's how you you ensure that the system works because when you have a, a rocket like the starship that they are building you're going to put like 50 people or 100 people on, on board and you don't want that rocket to fail that would be a disaster you know uh, if 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 you have like three people on a rocket and the rocket fails and the people for whatever reason lose their life life it is tragic but it's not something that is as bad as losing 50 people so it's going to be something that they're going to have to take be very careful about but i don't see why he should not succeed in colonizing mars i mean at least putting human shoes human feet on mars it should happen i would say in the next 10 to 20 years for sure and i hope there are no you know accidents along the way so here we are we are in a penalty shootout and it's going to be fun so who's taking it first okay the two goalkeepers are shaking hands wishing each other all the best <laughs> uh, that's fine okay how to become a tyrant netflix i've not seen that no um twilight saga oh i think i saw the first movie in the twilight saga it was okay it was okay very kind of boring so i did not watch any of the other movies i watched the first one out of curiosity and then i decided not to watch the other ones okay monsieur mbappe will take the first one and it's 10 to france okay good mbappe 
So France are, are going first, which means they, the Argentines are under more pressure. The goalkeeper got his hands to it, but it still went in. Uh, interesting question. Sons of Anarchy. I have watched it. I thought it was great. It was kind of dark and at the end it was very dark and kind of sad. But overall a great series. I watched it many years ago. Great series. Uh, Money Heist. And I have not watched it. Okay, Messi is going to take it now. Big responsibility. And oh, he scored. 1-1. Messi always takes the gentlest of all penalties, but and, and the goalkeeper was almost able to make it. But yeah, it went in. So yeah, it's 1-1. How to read effectively and to have a memory retention like me? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything special or different about me. My philosophy when I read something is that it is alright to forget everything you're reading in case it doesn't interest you. So I give myself permission to forget everything. If I read a book and I remember nothing after afterwards, it's fine. I don't care. Oh my goodness. Argentina have saved a penalty. It is a disaster for France. And the Argentine goalkeeper is all pumped up. So you know... Um, if you go in into reading a book with the pressure that you have to memorize and remember everything, it's going to be very counterproductive. I go in, I, I look at every book in, in the way that, you know, it's it's okay to not even finish the book. It's okay to start in the middle if I find, if I look at the chapters and I find something that's pertinent to what I'm looking for or something that interests me. And maybe if I find that chapter good, then I'll read the whole book or maybe not. And it's okay to forget things if, if they're not interesting. That's how I do it. That's maybe why I remember things. Ah, Argentina have scored. So now we are 2-1 up, I think. Vamos, vamonos, Argentina. Yes. So now France are under pressure. France are under pressure. Um. <clears throat> Saurabh says, is Panini the greatest of all time? He's definitely the father of linguistics. And maybe his Ashtadhyayi is possibly the greatest human achievement of all time, of all, all history of mankind. Possibly, quite possibly. It's an incredible achievement. A complete algorithmic grammar of a, for a language. It's like you've created <clears throat> a machine, an algorithmic machine that will give you the right language. Sanskrit, you know, for Sanskrit. Okay, let's see. France with the score. Oh my God, France are done. Almost done. Second penalty missed. This went. This one went, went wide of the post. This is the disaster for France. Who is this guy? Um, that is terrible. Okay, okay. And the Argentine goalkeeper is very happy, very pleased with himself. So it's 2-1. <clears throat> and now Argentina are going to take the next penalty kick. Why are there lots of African players in the European in, in European teams? Because, you know, the history of colon, colonization, colonialism, um, the French especially. Fra France re represents Africa today, it looks like. Argentina have scored again. It's 3-1. 
It's 3-1. It's almost, almost, almost done. Almost done. Almost there. Now France have no option but to score. They have no option but to score. Otherwise, it's done. Mm. Let us see. Is it possible for AI to get consciousness? I think it's uh, unlikely that AI will ever become conscious. And if you want to go deeper into it, please watch my latest uh, podcast with Dr. Subhash Kak, which was just two, three weeks ago. Uh, we, we discussed this in that. Okay, France is going to take the next attempt. And they have scored. Uh, Kolo, Kolomwani, I think it was. Good job. And now... Now the French goalkeeper has to save the next penalty. Otherwise, they are done. Otherwise, their goose is cooked. Favorite programming language. For the longest time, it was C. Now it's Python. Yeah, I've used all kinds of programming language, but languages, but never Java. <laughs> uh, yeah. Will I see Shark Tank India Season 2? I've not even seen Season 1. I've seen the American Shark Tank. Really interesting. The, the old seasons. Nowadays, it's uh, kind of is boring. You see? Because of various reasons. So I've not seen the Indian Shark Tank season one. I heard it was good, reasonably good, which is good, but I've not seen it. Let's see now. Argentina have won the World Cup, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, shirts off. Argentina are the new champions. Good for them. Good for Messi. I'm happy for Messi. I don't have any other special preference for any nation, which is not mine. But I like Messi, so for that reason, I'm, I'm glad to see. Argentina win. A fitting end to Messi's great career. It was the one thing that was missing for him. And uh, I'm sure lots of people will be pleased for him. I'm pleased for him. It's a win for... <laughs> it's a win for football. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, <laughs> good match. A really good match to watch. 2-0, then 2-2, then 3-2, then 3-3. And then... Uh, <laughs> my views on Bhutto's latest stupidity. <laughs> the guy's an idiot. Come on. He's... See, he's not a diplomat, first of all. He's not even a proper politician. He's a dynast. He is in politics, and he is at whatever position he's in, because of his mom. His mom is boy. His surname should be Zardari, actually, because in the subcontinent, in worldwide, we typically, historically, have had a patrilineal system. So according to his own culture, his surname should be uh, Bilawal Zardari, but he calls himself Bilawal Bhutto because his mother was a, the former prime minister of Pakistan, right? Um, so that, that, that's beside the point. But so the thing is that he's a dynast. He's not even a competent politician. Yeah, he can't he can't win an election on his own. He has this aura and, and this shadow of his mother over himself, and uh, he's not even a qualified diplomat, a career diplomat, or any. He doesn't have any diplomatic credentials or whatever. Yeah, so he has spoken the way an idiot would speak. So why do we have to pay a lot of attention to it? it it's it's. 
I, I don't even know what he said, okay, by the way. I've not listened to his comments. I've not heard his comments. I've not read a transcript of what he said. It appears like he said something insulting to our prime minister. Well, you know, when you walk on the street and, and a dog barks at you, will you take it as a personal insult? You will disregard it, right? Yes. So we've got to disregard these things. These people don't matter. He's a nobody. He is a nobody. That's what he is. So it's fine. If I remember correctly, uh, Imran Khan, when he was prime minister, he was very frustrated and upset that Mr. Modi never ever... <laughs> that Mr. Modi never uh, had a telephone conversation with him or whatever, you know, completely ignored him. But Imran Khan never descended to the, such a level of, of uh, using insulting or abusive or, or you know, unacceptable language for the leader of a nation. Imran Khan never did that, as far as I remember. And this immature person, Bilawal Bhutto, has gone ahead and said something stupid. Just disregard it. The way you would disregard a stray dog barking at you for whatever reason, you just ignore it. Same way, yeah? So, yes, Argentina and Messi the God, very happy, good for him. India Unleashed says history has been created for Messi. I agree. It's the cherry on top of a great career. Good for him. Good for him. Very happy to see that. And uh, he is now overjoyed in tears. And that's fine. Vladimir Adityanath says, Bilawal's mother also spewed a huge amount of venom and tried terrorism and Hindu genocide. Same for Zulfikar. What's the surprise here? Absolutely no, no surprise and totally right. Uh, Bilawal's mother, Benazir, was a virulent Indophobe. Ah, Monsieur uh, Ibrahimovic is watching. Anyway, yeah, so Benazir was the mother of the Taliban. Yeah? And uh, she was very much anti-India. Deeply, this, this hatred. And uh, Bilawal's father also was, was very hateful towards India, despite apparently being a Rajput or something. Yeah? Was he a Rajput? Bhuttos are Sindhi Rajputs, if I'm not mistaken. I may be wrong, but that's the impression that I get. Get that Bhuttos are of Rajput lineage, converted Rajputs. So it's, it's strange to see all this, yeah. But it's okay. It's it's not surprising. It's not surprising at all. Okay, okay. Yes, Argentina won. That is right. How to learn a language? Uh, you mean language? How to learn a language? I. The, the easiest way to learn a language is to immerse yourself in an environment where that language is the primary language that's spoken. So let's for so for instance, how do you learn French? You go to France and spend a week there, not a week there, spend a month there among people who speak only French. Then you have no option but to find ways to communicate in only and for that you have to pick up French. If you place yourself in an in an environment where you are immersed in that language. Then you're going to learn it very easily. Otherwise, you have to find the right book or the fire, right the, the right technique or whatever, and that's a hit and miss kind of thing. So uh, the way I learned French was I was immersed in a French environment. So I, as a kid, you learn, you pick up a language very fast, very rapidly. You don't even realize when you started speaking the language. As as uh, older, as you get older, it becomes harder to pick up a language. So either you immerse yourself in that language. And you or you practice it seven, eight, nine hours a day, or you find the right program or right book, which can be hit or miss. If you get lucky, you'll find the right one, otherwise, not. That's how it is. Anyhow, my friends, Argentina has won. I am happy to see that. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of sad for France as well. They also had uh, 
good team. Euh, Jay says, j'apprends le français avec Duolingo. I hear Duolingo is, is good. That's what I hear. So, so good if, if, it's, if it's helping you. It's good, yeah. The main thing is you should be able to speak, communicate. It's one thing to learn how to read and write, but uh, speaking is a whole different thing. Okay, so we are at the end of the telecast and we have crossed three and a half hours of this live stream. So I think I'm going to end it today for here. I had picked a whole bunch of questions from the from the comments, but obviously I'm not going to be able to take them. So maybe in the next episode, I'll pick up some of those questions that you'd asked me this week. All right. So, um, so I'm going to end it here. Thank you very much for, for being with me, for, for watching the match with me, despite a World Cup match being on and all. Yeah. Uh, last question, Million Dollar Baby. I watched it. It was kind of sad, but it was a good movie. Yeah. Clint Eastwood was the director and one of the protagonists. Anyhow, so my dear friends, thank you so much for being on this telecast with me on the live stream. Take care and I will see you in next week's live streams. Until then, take care. Take good care of your health and see you soon. Bye.